Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Oh my gosh, it has been so long. We are so happy to be back. It is Monday, January 3rd, 2022. Thank you guys for joining us and thank you for all the check-ins. On Twitter, at Mercedes in the AM, we have Dawn checking in this morning. So is Martin, Michelle, Adriana, Molly, also checking in on our text line at 702-364-9400 is Buckeye Bob. We have Tabitha. Carl is checking in. Sandel, Lance, Jan, Deborah, Turtle and Booble, Rick, Diana, and Sarah. We missed you guys. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning, Mercedes. Good morning, Steph. It's great to see you guys. How? Where do we even start? Oh, my gosh. It's been a long two weeks. How are things going over there? Doing well over here. Hanging in there. Yes, it has been a, a long two weeks. How how has your two weeks been? It was awesome. It really was. If I can go back and just redo it all over again, I'd press that button in a second. It was uh, it was fantastic. I went back home for the first time in two years. Just seeing my parents and being with my family for I was there for like three days. It was I mean it was therapeutic. It was so nice being home. And then Christmas, Laura and I had a really nice Christmas, low key. And then uh, last week. Head off and just relaxed and, and worked New Year's Eve for Channel 8. And that was uh, that was a blast. I ended up getting a Vanilla Ice haircut live on TV. And I still actually have the Vanilla Ice haircut uh, until this afternoon until I get another haircut. And that was just so much fun and saw some friends over the weekend. It was a good time. Really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I wish mine was as exciting. There was some sickness going on oh. in my house. But, you know, we're... We survived and and we're getting through it, but it was really nice to spend a lot of time with my family. And uh, we did a couple of things before, you know, my husband got COVID and still has COVID. And that's been kind of like, okay, you stay over there. So I feel like I haven't even seen him. We don't even sleep in the same room anymore. Like we're just waiting for him to to get better. And so it's been, you know, kind of a, a bummer. But at the same time, I'm happy for the extra time we get to spend, you know, at home and with the family and stuff like that. So. So it was it was good and it was bad, but mostly good for how, us. How is that? So Matt, yeah, Matt, he still t- testing positive for COVID. He yeah, still has as symptoms? of last night, I wanted to make sure you know we were still because we, me and the girls have just continually tested negative, negative. We I can't even tell you how many tests we've taken. Where are you getting um, them? Well, I got some on Amazon. They said they weren't going to be here for t- until the fourteenth, but then they just showed up. They're like, "Oh, your order is arriving early," and they showed up then, which was awesome. And then I. I've been to every CVS and Walgreens in town and I just pop in and sometimes I'm lucky and they they come in 
and there's like a couple left and I grab them. But then also I have a couple of doctor friends who have been helping okay, us that's out a plus, on that. Yeah. So they have been giving us like the, you know, the professional ones. And then just to kind of keep track of ourselves, we've been doing the, the at-home ones. But yeah, so he's, uh, he, we tested last night just to make sure. Uh, that, you know, I, I didn't want to come in if I was not testing, uh, if I was testing positive. So we were still good to go, but yeah, he's still testing positive. How is he feeling? He's feeling a lot better. Is he? Yeah. He was in a bad way. Like we were, we were not, we were scared, like not scared, like hospitalization scared, but he was just having a really hard time. And so the girls were worried. I was worried. Um, he was worried, and so, yeah, he's doing so much better now, which is great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Sorry, he's still testing negative. And, and, yeah, and the test, it's so, I mean, it's hard to find those tests. I went, and I, just, you know, going home for the first time, I wanted to be extra safe, so I I'd set up a CVS test the Saturday before I was going home, which was on a Sunday the 19th. So I went that Saturday afternoon. I got tested, came back negative, and then I had one at-home test left over that we bought a couple over the summer, and when I landed in Philly, Picked up the rental car. I'm literally like five minutes from my parents' house. I did a, a, a little swab test in my car. I'm like, I'm going to be extra, extra safe, make sure, I'm, you know, everything's negative. And that came back negative. And then, it, you know, the, the chaos about it, try, you can't find testing. It's, it's impossible to find at-home tests. Like you said, Mercedes, you got to go from CVS to Walgreens, and hopefully you're there when a shipment comes in. And that story was kind of breaking around the 20th and 21st. So I made, I jumped online and made an appointment for yesterday. So I went into CVS, got the official real deal done, you know, figuring out on Fremont Street for New Year's Eve, traveling, just wanted to be the same thing, safe coming back in. And that one came back negative too. So I'm like, you got that one back fast. Was that a PCR test or was that the, just the antigen one? Oh, it was, it was a, uh, the PCR test, right? The fast one? Uh, I, no, that's the PCR test is the one like they send to the lab and then they... On, that one, I believe, takes a couple of days because we're doing PCR tests this week also um, just to I, well, I made an appointment. I went to CVS. They tested me for COVID and it came did back. You negative. Go, did you go through the drive through and then they No, I went to the it's the one on Ann Road. You walk inside and they swab your okay, nose. Yeah, I think that might have been the antigen one, which is still great. You no, know, it was, was seen if I had COVID or not. Right. What's the difference? No, that's that's. That's a COVID test, okay. but there's just different ways. Like the PCR one is the one they ship off to the lab, I believe. This one they can do and then give you the results. Did you get the results immediately? No, I like like three hours later. Yeah, that I think you did, that did the antigen one, which is still a good one. But I think that the PCR one is like the real, not the, I don't want to say real because they're all real. Um, that's the most accurate. The PCR test is the most accurate. That's so what, what did I'm, I do then? The, probably the antigen one. Hold on one second. MESA, SARS-CoV-2, rapid test, PCR. Yeah, you did an... Oh, you did a, a rapid test. Okay. So the PCR rapid test, that is... Is that the same as the just the PCR one? I'm not sure, but it's negative. I feel, pre so I feel pretty good, though. I went to CVS, yeah, and I exactly. got a rapid test that says PCR, and it came back negative. Not that I, I had no worries to do it. I just wanted to be safe, you know, the whole thing. Well, yeah. I mean, especially if you were out on Fremont Street, I, I, was, I was thinking about that because... Uh, yeah, I was supposed to be joining you, and I thank God I didn't because I was. Uh, we were COVID out at that point. Seriously, you know? now, you did you do the? Um, we got to do that test before we come in. 
the Odyssey test? Yes. And that they, that cleared you, right? Yes. I actually Oof. came in on Saturday just to make did sure because I had uh, some work to do. And so actually, now that you mentioned that, I did not do it this morning. But I did it on Saturday because I just wanted to do a dry run through and I had a bunch of work I had to take care of anyway. So I came in. I was the only person in the building. And I did it. I was like, oh, gosh, I, be- I-, I better check and see if this works because it asks if you've been exposed to anyone. And I was like, yes, I have. But it still gave me the green light because, you know, I've been testing negative and everything. And that, that we do this. The company work for Odyssey. You have to do this like it, it's a COVID checklist. You go through. Do you have a temperature? Do you have a fever? You go through all these this whole things and have you traveled out of state and everything. And before over the summer, I was planning on going to Mexico for this wedding, and I was talking to our boss about it. And I said, Hey, if I even go and I come back and I do, you know, I test negative and I do the uh, I do the Odyssey checklist and I punch in that I was in Mexico in a foreign country, are they gonna let me in? He's like, I don't know. He's like, do it tomorrow. I'm like, and this, that's, I was here at the building that day. I'm like, all right. So I think it was like on a, on a, on a Friday or whatever. So I'm checking off. No, no, no. Have you been out of the state in the past 14 days? I'm like, yes. Like, where did you go? And I put down Cancun, Mexico. And it came back that you would be allowed to come back in the building at the time. Like, all right. So I, I would have been good if I went to Mexico. I didn't go anyway, but that's how I did the same thing. I did that trial run to see if it'll allow you back in the building. I just did it. I got the green light. Good. <laughs> yes, good for you. So I'm good. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's been crazy. It's been wreaking havoc. So we're going to talk about so much. There, I mean, gosh, two weeks has gone by. It feels like forever, but at the same time, it feels like just yesterday. So we're excited to be back, and we missed you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. Let's get things started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Tootsie Roll by the 69 Boys? Do you want to hear Always by Bon Jovi? A moment like this by Kelly Clarkson. A moment like this. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Those are your choices. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on Facebook or text or call us. 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Miley Cyrus rang in the new year with a wardrobe malfunction, and it happened during a performance of Party in the USA right after midnight on her Miley's New Year's Eve party special, which was on NBC. So when she began the song, she was holding her silver top and then went backstage to quickly change as the band of back, backup singers, they continue to play on and kind of cover for her. She came back wearing a red blazer with nothing underneath, and she had this to say about the whole thing while performing. Get to the club in my taxi cab. Everybody's definitely looking at me now. Who is that chick that's rocking kicks? I'm still in the most clothes that I've ever worn on stage. So hard. I like this. She said that tonight's show was all about being flexible, rolling with the punches, and making the best out of even the worst circumstances. That resilience shouldn't end there. Let's bring that into the new year with all of us. She was having so much fun, and then Pete Davidson was hilarious. Like, they opened the show with a a funny rap about them being there, and it was just, yeah, they were really good. I could see that being a regular thing every year, Miley and Pete, because they were funny. How was the vibe down in in Miami? Because nobody 
party, you get to your New York Cities, you get your Vegas and stuff. How was like the party vibe? Because I, I didn't see it. How was the party vibe down there? It was a big party vibe. It was really good. Like they were, I, I just liked, I liked the chemistry. the The crowd was into it. It was, uh, it was like. I, I, for lack of a better term, like against the rules a little yeah, bit, against your different. traditional, like, here we are in Times Square, you know? It was fun. I liked it. Now, Betty White passed away over the break. Mercedes actually has more details. This coming up next hour in What's Trending. Also, though, over the break, legendary broadcaster and Raiders coach John Madden passed away on Tuesday, last Tuesday, at the age of 85. Did you watch any of that Christmas Day special with John Madden? No, I did not. They put together this spectacular special. It aired on Christmas Day, just going over John Madden's career. And he was on the special and just watching highlights and players talking about him. Well, John Madden, he did not die broke. He was worth a reported $200 million. And Madden, he was one of the first broadcasters to earn a million-dollar salary. And in his day, he made millions of dollars on endorsements. But the real cash cow for John Madden was the video game franchise. EA Sports paid him $150 million for the rights to use his name and likeness. Uh, so that's where he made a ton of money off that video game. And then speaking of the Raiders, what a win for them yesterday. They now play the Chargers on Sunday, this coming Sunday. It's now the Sunday night game. Whoever wins that one, it's going to the playoffs. That's uh, That was crazy. And yeah, a lot of football uh, yesterday. We have some, some coming up in what's trending oh about a, a very interesting incident. I'm sure you've all seen it by now, but yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. Did you guys go to the Broncos Raiders game? Yes, and that is where my husband thinks he contracted COVID. Oh, those Broncos fans. <laughs> that, oh, no, well, those Raiders fans. Well, the thing is, I mean, we were, you know, you masks are optional there because you have to show proof of vaccination before you go in. Mm-hmm. But obviously with this new variant, it doesn't really matter if you're vaccinated or not. There's so many breakthrough yeah. cases. So I was super paranoid. I kept my mask on the entire time. And at one point, my husband, well, he had his off or on too, but there was a couple sitting next to us from Denver and he and the guy started talking. There was no one to my right at all. So he and the guy's talking and the guy couldn't understand it. So he kind of moved his mask to the side for like a half hour and they were just talking like in each other's face. And then he's like, I think that's where I got it. Because we're trying to, like, trace back. Like, where where were we? What happened? It was crazy. And that's, you try to pinpoint it to it. Who knows? You yeah, know, you, and that, we could be wrong, too. But uh, but um, how, how was the how was that? I mean, what was that feeling like? You know, lifelong Broncos fan going to a Raiders game in your hometown. Like, what was that? I was thinking to you guys, what was that feeling like? It was, um, it, it was so funny. The, like, there were so many Bronco fans there. So many. I did get chastised a little bit, but they were by all by people I knew that were okay. there. They're like, okay. why are you wearing, I'm like, I was born and raised. They're uh-huh. like, it's time to change. I'm like, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I am pro Las Vegas. I am not cheering for the Raiders on this one. But what a big win for them yesterday. Again, that, that game, it was scheduled for one o'clock in the afternoon. Afternoon. That has now been moved to the Sunday night game on NBC next Sunday. So whoever wins is advancing to the playoffs. And then the last one here, Adele, she's buying Sylvester Stallone's former mansion for $58 million. Adele, that's nearly half the original asking price. Stallone listed this house years ago for $110 million. People laughed at him. Like, no way, you're not going to get it. He dropped the price to eighty. Nothing. Drops it to $58 million. Boom. Adele scooped it up. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bite. I'm in on this. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1.
Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1539. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. First show of 2022. It is Monday, January 3rd. Welcome back. We missed you guys. We were off for a couple of weeks. It was nice. It was uh, It was funny, though. I could not sleep in. There was one day I slept in until 8 o'clock, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, my day is wasted. <laughs> but every day I kept waking up at my normal time, 3.30, and then I'd force myself to stay in bed until 6, and then I would just get up. Like, and my husband's like, why are you, why do you get up? I'm like, because my body just does not let me sleep. It's crazy. It's funny how that works that way. And I, I still set an alarm, and I set it every day for 5 a.m. I don't know why I did it. The alarm would go off at five. I'm like, oh, I got to get up. I'm like, why am I? I, I didn't have any. I, didn't, like, I had to do something or be somewhere. I just, I don't know. I was sleeping an extra two hours than normal. But yeah, I still set an alarm the entire vacation, except for New Year's Day. That day I, I slept in. I got to bed about two. And then I slept in. I think I woke about 730 or so, which felt so weird. And w- waking up with the sunlight up, it's so different for us. Oh, man, that was really weird. Yeah. When, when I woke up that morning at eight, I was seriously like, oh, my gosh, what have I done? Oh, my yeah. husband's like, you slept. I slept like a full nine, maybe 10 hours that night. And it was just it was so weird. Did you feel like the day was wasted? Like, it's 8 a.m. The day's shot. What am I going to do? You know what I felt like when I woke up? I thought I was in grade school again and i thought i was at my parents house like that's how discombobulated i was i was like oh do i have school today oh oh god i'm an adult and this is my home it was so it was like that deep of a sleep it was ridiculous but yeah every other day i was up bright and early you know would watch the morning news programs the whole family slept still i just sat there with my coffee and and did that but it was uh it was nice to have a little time off you know a nice little reset uh how, how are you doing this morning is it has it been okay for you getting back up to speed were you able to sleep last night yeah i was able to i think last night i probably went to bed we were texting uh, the three of us last night probably about 7:45 i think after i sent my last text message i put the phone on airplane mode and went to bed at eight o'clock last night started reading a book and within literally like 60 seconds i was out cold last night that's good that's good i wasn't able to sleep i had like the nervous jitters and then i was afraid i was gonna sleep through my alarm even though as we just said my body wakes me up naturally so yeah i was so paranoid i was gonna sleep through it that i was just like Oh gosh, I just I should just get up now. But so how was how was how was let's there was a lot to go over the two plus weeks we were off. How, how was actually Christmas itself for you guys? It was good. It was nice. Uh, that was before my husband got COVID. He so Christmas was really nice. It was just us. We usually spend the t- the holiday with another family, but they went out of town for Christmas. So it was just us. We got up, we did the gifts, low key all day. Then we went out to dinner on, on Christmas night and had such a good time. The four of us, it was really, yeah, it was just really nice. Cause I'm starting to like count my, my lasts and, and I shouldn't cause it just depresses me and it depresses the people I'm around. But like in my mind, I'm like, this is our last Christmas where my oldest 
is living with us because oh, she's yeah. going to be going mm-hmm. to call. And I kept doing that. Like, this is our last Christmas Eve with you living with us. And she's like, I'll be home for Christmas. And I'm like, I know. But and I was just depressing everyone. So I stopped talking about it, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was just like, oh, I can't believe it. So she, uh, of course, then I upset her. And then I was like, I ruined the whole night for everyone. I was like, I'm so sorry. But other than that, it was really good. And then um, New Year's, we just we that's when the the sickness hit a few days before New Year's. So we stayed in different rooms. We were my husband has to wear a mask in the house if we're in the same oh, room wow. as him. It's just it's been kind of a bummer. But how was your Christmas? It was it was great. It was really nice. I, I went back home. And, you know, it's, speaking of COVID, the plan was to um, Laura stayed back with the dogs and everything. I just shot back for a couple of days. It was the easiest thing to do. And it's been two years. So. The plan was I got in on Sunday. Monday night was going to be with my brother and his family. Then Tuesday was going to be with my sister and her her two daughters and her husband and everything. And Wednesday was going to be just with my parents. And so so we get there and uh, it's Monday night. I'm at my brother's house seeing his kids for the first time in two years. Just having an awesome time. And that's when we got the message from my sister. She wasn't feeling well that weekend, Saturday, Sunday. So Monday, her whole family went. They got tested for COVID and it came back positive. Oh, no. So her, her whole family was just Christmas week. They were just out which meant i couldn't see my sister I was supposed to see her on tuesday so like listen she's like you can't come over i'm like i know so i'll have to wait another year or so till i see you so oh well I, at least she found that out before you went over there oh yeah absolutely yeah which is which is great too because the plan was for all us for all of us to go over there on that tuesday night so it's, it's a blessing that she you know she went and she got tested and, and uh she came back positive which stinks so i didn't see my sister but still had a, a wonderful time and then christmas eve my wife and i uh laura and i went out to dinner on christmas eve and then christmas day we did a little, we woke up. Our thing is on a holiday is to wake up and do a 5K. So Christmas Day, we woke up, we did a 5K, did some presents, uh, and then just we had dinner at the house. It was, it was a nice Christmas. It was a good time. Just going back to your sister and her family, how are they doing now? Are they are they negative now? Yeah, they're in the clear. I think oh, that, uh, um, by New Year's Eve, they were, they were in the clear. They started feeling better. Uh, I left on Thursday. They started feeling better Thursday, Christmas Eve, feeling a lot better. Her, her daughter's. They recovered fast. They they were fine. They were out of commission for like a day. It was my sister and brother-in-law. They were kind of worn out and tired, but they were back to you know, hundred percent earlier, earlier last week. Yeah. It's so weird how it works. It was, it, it was crazy when the day that my husband was diagnosed at the doctor's mm-hmm. office, he called, he's like, I'm positive. I'm like, Oh crap. That means I need to go down there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. So I, he came home, I ran down there and, uh, you know, they tested me and it, it took a while and then I found out he goes, You're negative. I was like, Yoo-hoo! go home. I'm like, stay away from me. You're relegated to that room. Do not come out. We will send your food to you. And that was that. Yeah, it's funny. I mean it's it's funny how that works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My sister's house, sister and brother, they're out, but the, the kids are like, boom, we're <laughs> affected us for a day. Yeah. You're golden. Matt's out of commission. It's just it's a weird thing. So be safe out there. And it's great to be back. And we're back with a lot going on on today's show. We do have heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win heads up, we got tickets for you to go see Sebastian Maniscalco this Saturday over at Encore Theater at Wynn. So that happens at 825. And up next is What's Trending? What do you got for us? Well, the weekend may have a New Year's gift for all of us. One football player walks off the job and a challenge to honor the late Betty White. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Class Animals, it's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1? The weekend is trending this morning. The singer may be releasing a new album sooner than later. He has been teasing it in interviews and on social media 
but a New Year's on New Year's Day, uh, there was some hints that he dropped that he's ready to release it. He shared an Instagram post showing a text conversation between him and the founder of his record label, Lam- uh, label Lamar Taylor. So Lamar wrote, "Happy New Year, brother. What are we thinking?" And the weekend responded, "Happy New Year. Everything feels chaotic again." Music can heal, and that feels more important than another album rollout. Let's just drop the whole thing and enjoy it with the people. XO. So we may not get like a single here and then a single there, and then the album drop. He may just say, here you go. (laughs) And I wouldn't be upset about that at all. No, it'd be great. It'd be a smash hit album. Did he drop the last one during the pandemic? He did, didn't he? Uh, I don't know when the pandemic started. It's all a blur. (laughs) Wasn't uh, so when the pandemic started? Wasn't all these artists putting off releasing their music? Oh, we'll wait a couple of months till this whole thing calms down. And do I have this right in the weekend? Like, here it is. Here's my album, you guys. Let's put it out. Um, what was what was the last album called? After Hours. Yeah. Okay. That was uh, that one was released on March 20th of 2020. Yep, no pandemic so stopping the weekend. So he's like, here you go. Let's <laughs> let's do it. That's a tradition. So who knows? Keep your eyes open for that. We'll keep you posted on that. Also trending this morning is Antonio Brown. So what in the heck is going on? Tampa Bay's Antonio Brown experiment is apparently over. The Buccaneers let him go yesterday. He had a tantrum. He took off his gear. He left the field during the game against the New York Jets. Now the Bucks were losing 24 to 10 in the ter- in the third quarter when this all happened. He had this meltdown on the sideline. He took off his jersey and pads, dropped them to the ground, then took off his shirt and gloves, threw those into the crowd, and then he walked through the end zone, did some jumping jacks, gave the crowd the peace sign, and jogged to the tunnel. It was, everyone was like, what is happening? (laughs) It's not clear exactly why he was so upset, but one report says he was arguing with Coach Bruce Arians before because he didn't want to go back into the game. But he also may have been upset that the team wasn't giving him enough plays to make his $1 million bonus. Now, Tampa Bay came back to win 28 to 24, but after the game, uh, Coach Arian says he is no longer a buck. That's the end of the story. <laughs> end of story. There's photos of him too trying to like waiting for a ride to get home. Like after the fact. Oh, the right chair. Yeah. And, yeah. Then he, and then he posted a picture of him sitting in the back seat with a big smile on his face. <laughs> so I guess he's not too upset. Tom Brady, who was actually the person who lobbied to the Buccaneers to sign him, said everyone should be compassionate and empathetic to some difficult things that are happening. Um but he also uh, he released a new rap single, not Tom Brady, Antonio, he, uh, called Pit Not the Palace uh, last night right after the dramatic exit. So maybe this is a way to promote his it new was, single. It was hype for the, for the single. Oh. <laughs> That's what he's telling people as he's walking out the field. My new single drops tonight. I'm out of here. Yeah, Tampa Bay. maybe I don't so. Need you guys. <laughs> so that is trending. And then finally this morning, Betty White Challenge is trending. So we all heard the news over the weekend. On Friday, uh, Betty White, she died at the age of 99. She would have turned 100 two weeks from today on the 17th. And her 100th 
birthday was supposed to be a big deal for everyone. There's even a tribute film called Betty White, 100 Years Young, that was supposed to hit theaters on the 17th. It's still on. The producers say they want to provide a way for all who loved her to celebrate her life and experience, which made her such a national treasure. But there's another way that people can pay tribute to Betty White. Um, she, It's the Betty White Challenge, and... I just caught wind of it yesterday, but apparently over the weekend, it really picked up some steam. People are saying they're they're asking people to pick a local rescue or animal shelter in your area and donate just $5 in Betty White's name. The goal is to make her 100th birthday the movement she deserves, they say. They say that's uh, that's uh, the animals were so important to her, and she has herself said that she basically keeps working so that she can donate money to animal rescues and that's the only reason she never retired so a nice way to pay tribute to such an amazing lady and that is what's trending you know you love her when you let her go mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning happy new year how long do we say happy new year before it's no longer like appropriate january 3rd is okay right yeah i think we're still good if you, I think if you see people for the first time you're still good but i think tomorrow we gotta stop you oh tomorrow oh my gosh well what if i see someone tomorrow that no, i no i think it's like on the radio do we still say oh. all day like like tomorrow on the show do we still say happy new year or um, is it, wait is your tree still up is your christmas stuff still up no we took that down before the new year i here's my thing on new year's day when i wake up in the morning and go downstairs for the first time, I like it to be clean. And I don't like to have Christmas stuff going into the new year Mm because it makes me sad. So we had it done December 29th. It was out. We were, everything was gone, but you know, that's just us. What do you do? Uh, I'm normally the same way. I like it to be all down. So we get back to work on the, you know, the the Monday after new year's and stuff. It's a fresh start, but it was Monday night. So what's the 27th? Was it? I'm like, I'm taking the tree down. My wife's like, no, 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 please. It's, it's just, I, I love it. It looks so good. It makes me feel special and warm inside when I see it. Keep it up for this week. So I'm like, fine. We'll keep it up through New Year's Eve. Take it down New Year's Day. I didn't take it. She's like, keep it up, please, one more day. So as of last night, the thing was still up. So I'm thinking today, tomorrow, it's got to come down this week. Yeah. We used to wait until after the New Year as a kid growing up. We didn't take it down right away. But now I just, I like going into the New Year with like a clean slate. And I feel like bringing that in makes it feel not clean. The thing was plugged in last night. And I'm, I'm looking at the train. I'm like, I, yeah, in my mind, I'm thinking Christmas, Christmas time. I'm like, no, it's not Christmas time. It's, it's back to work time. It, it is a good feeling, though. It, it is, is a good feeling. So um, speaking of good feelings, I have the opposite of that I have a bad feeling <laughs> and this is something that happened to me over break this was right at the beginning of the break I don't know if you remember last year <sighs> sounds so long ago but before we went on vacation I was talking about something that I was going to start doing for myself on a weekly or bi-weekly basis and I was going to go get like the fascial stretch therapy done regularly consistently because I do a lot of indoor cycling on the Peloton I do a lot of like I do weights in my garage and stuff and so I get really tight and especially from the cycling my my quads get really tight and my I, my back gets kind of hunched over so I was like I'm going to do this stretch therapy regularly to make sure I don't feel so tight. So I went to 
the to, to the girl that I go to and she just worked wonders. I felt like a new person. I'm like, I got to start doing this. And she's like, I just got to let you know while I was stretching you. I noticed you really need like a massage. Your your quads are insanely tight, like really bad. And the stretch therapy is different than a massage. So I was like, okay, can I just schedule a massage for next week? She's like, absolutely. So on break, I went and I got a massage. And I was so excited. I have not had like... It wasn't like a, a, you know, smelly, like relaxing massage. It's the kind where she gets in there. It's like a sports massage and not painful, but like kind of painful, but in a good way. So she tells me to lay down uh, face down. And, you know, that little thing that you put your face through where you can like your face, your your face is open. But the little ring pillow, you know, that thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm laying in that and I have my mask on. And I'm laying there and she's really going to town on my back and it just feels so nice. And all of a sudden I feel my nose running. And so I lower my mask and I kind of wipe it with my hands. And then I look at my hand and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's blood. I got a nosebleed laying face down on her massage table. I get up, I go, oh my gosh, I have a nosebleed. And I look at her and she sees my face. She's like, oh my gosh. And there's blood all over the pillow. It's like dripping down my face onto my chest. I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. She's like grabbing Kleenex, throwing it at me. I'm like, oh my gosh. I well, I felt so bad. She's like, do you want to move onto the other side? I'm like, no, I think that as long as I put some tissue up my nose, it'll, it'll clot, it'll end. I'm like, go ahead, continue. But I'm laying there with this big thing of tissue up my nose, trying to clot it. I turn around when it's time and I take it out. It's stopped. But there's just blood all over that that pillow, and I felt so bad. You're I, sitting on a bloody massage table right now. So what's going? What's happening? It was only on that head part, yeah. but it was so <laughs> embarrassing. I felt terrible. So now I don't think I can ever go back there. How can I ever show my face there again? How did you end it? How did you like? Uh, how did you walk out of that place? <laughs> So I had bought a package uh-huh. previously. So you got to go back then. I do. I have a bunch of sessions left, but I'm too embarrassed. The way I ended it was I didn't have to pay because it was part of my package, but I gave her some cash. I go, please accept this as payment for the pillow that I ruined. And she's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I caught her almost saying it happens all the time, but she caught herself because it does not happen all the time. <laughs> she goes, it it happens. <laughs> she just ended it there. So now I just, what do I do? I can't go back there. I am so embarrassed. She was so kind, but I can't show my face there again. Has anyone ever been in a situation where you did something at a place that was so embarrassing? You cannot show your face there again. You're too embarrassed. 702-364-9400. I think you just got to go back. You just got to you just just go back in like nothing happened. Because you bought a package. This is obviously, it's helping you a lot. You're, you're, you're pretty tense right now. As far as your muscles and stuff, it's nice to get that release and the relaxation that comes with those massages. You bought a package. You just got to go. All, don't even bring it up next time. Is it the same lady every time? You're going to yes, see the same it's, girl? It's her, it's her every single time. You got to go in with just as confidence. Like, Good to see you. Happy New Year. All is well. Awesome. Let's do this. If you get a bloody nose a second time, different story. But <laughs> you just got to go in there and bring tampons too. Because don't they say sticking tampons up your nose? If you get a bloody nose, is, is the quick cure versus tissues? Well, you know, I was thinking, since I do wear a mask during that time, what if I just, as a precautionary measure, put a tampon up my nose and then put my mask on, and she would never notice, and that way I wouldn't have to worry. 
yeah, I like that idea, but what if you went somewhere else and for some reason you took your mask off for a second and then you're the woman with two tampons <laughs> up her nose and people at the store are like, who's that lady? And I'm going to be a mouth breather the whole time. Like, <laughs> this feels great because <laughs> I can't breathe through my nose. I'm so embarrassed. I just, I don't know what to do. I've got like four sessions left on my thing. And I'm just like, I don't want to show my face. I'm too embarrassed. Give it a week. Give it a week. You said you're going to go weekly. Get, take, take this week off. And again, just go back next week. Boom. Here we go. Nothing. Ha- don't even bring it up. Delete this part of the podcast so she can't hear it. <laughs> no reminders of this. That poor woman. It is just, oh my gosh. Does anyone want to buy one of my <laughs> sessions? <laughs> Maybe you can go instead of me. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for All us? All right. We are going to talk about the holidays. How many of us actually went into debt? for the holiday season. We're going to talk about that. Also, Omicron is just spreading like crazy, but a lot of people don't want to call in sick. We're going to talk about the sick day problem and what are the words that need to be banished going in to 2022? We have a list and it's coming up next in the Hot 3. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So did you manage to survive the holidays without going further into debt? Well, a new poll found that over a third of Americans took on more debt to get through the holidays this year, adding an average of $1,249. That's actually lower than last year when the average was $1,325. It includes debt racked up on everything from gifts to plane tickets. Millennials are the most likely to owe more than they did a few months ago. Half added at least some holiday debt. So who did we spend the most on? It turns out it wasn't our kids. 34% of people say they spent the most on gifts for their spouse or significant other. Kids were next at 27%, followed by parents, friends, grandkids, and other family members. How was it for you guys? Did you feel like you managed everything just just fine, or no. was it on the excessive side? It was on, I, I would say excessive, but definitely accrued some debt, that's for uh-huh. sure. But um, everyone was very happy, and um, I, I always feel bad when I, I get 
gifts that I consider like going way too, just that are too much. Like I didn't need this, but then I don't want to insult people and be like, oh, I didn't need this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How about you guys? Uh, yeah, so my wife and I are very minimalist when it comes to exchanging gifts on Christmas. It's just more of like the thrill of having something to open when we come downstairs. So, yeah, there's nothing over the top on Christmas Day. I did go back home. That airline ticket, it was just me flying back. And I, I did buy that a while back. And just every time it came up on the air, I said, no, I'm not going home because the plan was to surprise my family. But then I realized with everything that's going on, I wanted them to know I was coming home so they could be ready for the visit. So the airline ticket wasn't that bad. I ran in a car. And when I first looked at rental car prices, they were outrageous, but they, they dropped in price. So I got the rental car on the cheap and ended up just kind of hanging out in my, my, with my parents' house the entire time. So it was, it was a low-key trip back home. So it wasn't as expensive as I actually thought it was going to be. That's good. Steph, we haven't talked to you yet this morning on the air. How are you? Are you there? <laughs> She's probably like, go ahead. Are you, you in? Plugged in? We should have checked. Us. There you are. Hi. 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 I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, we went. Some, we did some traveling for Christmas. We went back home to San Diego, saw some family, and then for New Year's, my sister in law she celebrates a birthday for New Year's, so we went to San Francisco for that, and it was really fun. Did the did the traveling put you into a little debt for the holidays? It did. It did. But it was honestly worth it. Like I think my mindset now for 2022 is. To have a healthy relationship with money, of course, but at the same time, money, it, it comes and goes. You it, can't take it with you. You can't, you can't but it, it'll come back. It comes back. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we get a paycheck next yeah, week. You exactly. will. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. Well, also this morning, people are having a hard time calling in sick. And uh, obviously with this new variant going around with COVID, I, it just seems like this entire city kind of got knocked on its butt. Does not everyone have, I feel like anytime <laughs> I'm out and about, I hear someone coughing. Oh my gosh. Not just that, but I'm just... I, at first, I knew just a few people here and there who had COVID, but now I know so many people, like so many people. It's insane. My husband being one of them, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. And what's interesting, and I don't know if anyone else has picked this up. I know it's not exclusive to one gender over the other, but in my kind of circle of friends, everyone that's gotten it, it's been the husband or the boyfriend and the rest of the family has not, and, and they've all had to separate it's crazy i've got uh we've got a co-worker whose husband has it or had it really bad over christmas she was safe she didn't get anything uh i it's, it's going on the theory of yours i've got a friend um friends of ours the uh the boyfriend got it but the, actually the girlfriend just got it she just tested oh, positive she did yesterday. okay but, but she was safe for like a week and then she uh she tested positive last night but yeah now i'm thinking this cases that i know i like i wonder with my sister if my if my brother-in-law had it first he was like the carrier and they gave it to the rest of the family. Yeah. I it's don't us know. guys that are the carriers. Oh, I don't get I It's crazy because I was with my husband so, so much and then he got it and I'm like, oh, I for sure must have it then. And I can't, I think I've taken seven or eight tests mm-hmm. since and everything has come back negative. It's crazy. God same same it. with the girls. I'm tired of having stuff stuck up my nose though. <laughs> but my girlfriend, same thing. Her husband, he's been relegated to the, uh, to the to the loft or wherever and he can't come inside the house and so it's just crazy when you've done uh you said did you go in to, to do a test you've done them all at home no no i went in to do two tests and i have a third one to go uh, the pcr one um on wednesday i'm doing but i so i've gone in and i've done two tests uh with the doctor and then i've done like 
five or six rapid tests at home. That's something you can't look cool doing because I've, I've done two at through the CVS, going, actually going into CVS and doing it at their testing sites. And, and I'm, I'm not sure where how it's set up where you go, but they've got a mirror that you know they tell you how to do it. But they got you're looking at this mirror and you you know you putting the, the swab up your nose. You just can't look cool doing that. The thing is up there, like, swirling around 15 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't look cool. Well, yeah, but why would you want to look cool when you're doing you know, yourself a COVID test? Image is everything, Mercedes. <laughs> Whether you have COVID or not, it's all about image. Well, it's just speaking of getting sick, this new study pulled uh, employed Americans about the stress of taking time off work, and they found that 58% of people will avoid calling out for fear of being criticized by their employer. Um. Yeah, we, we well, well, it's... I, I, None of us have been really, really sick, I think, in the past two years. But I remember prior, we would never call out sick prior to pandemic. No. We it, would come in. Let's, let's don't have the stomach flu. That was like kind of thing. If you're throwing up, stay home. But if anything else going on, we'd always come in. Yeah, that was always kind of the rule. It's like, you know, I'll just stay away. I'll disinfect everything. But now it's like, it's kind of different. We have to fill out a whole questionnaire and able to enter the building with our symptoms and, um, you know, our exposure to people. Like, it's a whole thing. The travel now. thing and everything. Um, and going back to that, too, we, we, you and I would be in the same studio, literally five feet across from each other one of us might be sick and just doing our thing we didn't care well and another thing is back then we didn't really have the option to broadcast from home Mm -hmm. which we do now like that was my plan if i was going to test positive i was like well at least you know i can do it from home and luckily knock on wood i haven't but it's just it's there's there's more capabilities of being remote now than there were before. She, she uh, this is no secret here because she talked about it openly. But Heather Collins had COVID right before Thanksgiving, and she still did. She just did her show from home because she didn't feel like sick, so she was still broadcasting from home. We have those uh, options now. Yeah, it's it's very nice. So um, finally, this morning, since it's a new year, maybe it's a good time to reboot our vocabularies. Lake Superior State University of Michigan, they just released its annual list of words and phrases that need to be banished in the new year. These are the ones they say we should stop using or overusing in 2022. Okay, here we go. First one. Wait, what? That's it. Okay. Wait, what? Like when you're telling someone something that uh-huh. maybe they find a surprise in that. Wait, what? That is number one. And on they the say list. it that way too. Wait, what? It's that same tone. <laughs> um, I do this one all the time. Number two is no worries. <laughs> I, I, to me, that's a, that's friendly, but I've had people say that to me before that that's an overused phrase. I just, I don't know where I got that, why I started saying it, but I, I always say no worries. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that, I think it's part of my crutch, one of my crutches. I, do, I use that a lot. No yeah. worries, though. You can use it. Yeah, I guess, or just at least try not to overuse it. Number three is at the end of the day, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that I agree with. Number four, very similar. That being said, blah, 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 blah. So we've got at the end of the day, that being said, at number four, number five, asking for a friend. (laughs) Does anyone know where to get COVID tests? Asking for a friend. (laughs) Um, Number six is circle back. You know, uh, let's circle back and revisit this uh, at the end of the day. And number seven is deep dive. Like, I'm going to take a deep dive Mm -hmm. into whatever. There's also the pandemic related phrases, new normal uh you're on mute (laughs) i've never heard anyone say you're on mute and supply chain those are the words that uh, according to this new uh poll 
we need to stop using. They're misused, they're overused, and they're useless. Is the you're on mute when you're on Zoom and someone's talking? You got to tell them, oh, you're on mute, yeah. you're on mute. I thought it was like, like if it ain't cute, you're on mute. <laughs> Coming up next hour in the dirt, Ed Sheeran says that South Park ruined his life. Details why, right around 7.15. Adele, oh my God, I'm Mix 94.1. She's saying, oh my God, I got Sylvester Stallone's house for a really good deal. She just bought his house for like $55 million when originally it was listed at over, what, $115 million? Yeah, 110. And she now oh. also has the exclusive zip code of 90210. I'm sure she's been working her whole life just to get there. Right? <laughs> it is. Mercedes in the morning is 659 and we are back from vacation. Took a couple of weeks off. I know a lot of you guys have i'm curious are clark county schools back in today or just some because my daughter my oldest who goes to clark county schools her school they have a teacher in service day today and they have one tomorrow and they don't go back until wednesday but my youngest daughter who goes to a private school she is going back to school today yeah some people i know that clark county are, are same thing i, I didn't realize it's off tomorrow i knew they were off today as well a Double man, talk about a bonus right there. I know she was. I, I I told her I'm like it's time to go to bed. You have school tomorrow. She's like I don't have school tomorrow. I'm like you don't. What? What, what is going on? But yeah, I think all of our days got kind of like there were days where she's like, what day is it? I'm like I don't even know. That's that's what happens on holiday vacations for us. That was uh, when I was back home. That was like the feeling I had. Like I because I had like zero worries, no work, nothing, nothing to worry about. Just enjoy time with family. And it was like my, I'm like I said, Tuesday is it Wednesday? Is it the twenty third? the 24th I, I was all turned around and I did not care one of the things that I did do when I was home I went up into my attic I wanted to see in the attic if any of my old school toys were up there and it's so funny I went up there like many times before and like didn't really find anything and my mom came up with me she said you really got to look around because there's stuff up here and I found like all this stuff I found my Millennium Falcon which I thought was gone that was up there I found some Smurfs some Ghostbusters stuff and I found a couple of G.I. Joe stuff. And I was really into G.I. Joe as a kid. There's a, like, a G.I. Joe tank, a couple figures, and this other like G.I. Joe airplane thing. And I was telling a buddy of mine about these finds in my parents' attic. And he pointed out to me that it was 35 years ago this past Christmas that the G.I. Joe, uh, Joe aircraft carrier came out. And that thing, when that thing came out in the 80s, that was the ultimate Christmas flex. If you got that from Santa or got it from someone in your family for Christmas... Wow, what a gift. The thing was seven feet long. The thing was huge. I didn't get it. I had a buddy of mine that got it. But man, if you came back to school after Christmas break, and you're like, yeah, I got the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. It was like, whoa. That was ha- the flex. That was the ultimate flex when it came to G.I. Joe in the 80s. That thing was huge. And I had one friend that got it back in the day. I remember like there was a Barbie dream house and there was a Barbie townhouse. And I got the townhouse and it had a little elevator that you could pull with <laughs> a string and stuff. And I thought that was so cool. Um, the dream house never got. My cousin had that. I always thought she was so cool because she had the Barbie dream house. But did you get any gifts over the holidays that like what was the best gift you got and what was the worst gift that you got? And I, you know, I do maintain that any gift pretty much is a good gift. If someone took the time to think about you, most of them are good gifts. But what was like your favorite gift and what was your least favorite gift that you got over the holidays? Do you have uh, have one of mine on your end there? Well, there was one gift that I got that made me cry. Like I, I, I opened it because I was so shocked and I, I made a small comment that I didn't even know absorbed in my kids' brains that they remembered. And so I opened it and I saw it and I was like, 
oh my gosh. And I just started, I, I started bawling. I was so touched. It was, and we talked about it on this show. I was talking about the Barbie that I had as a kid growing up that was like this Hispanic Barbie. Yes, yeah. And she had like a rose around her neck and she had dark hair and a, a white and red dress and that she was my favorite Barbie because I felt like she looked like me and I just, I played with her. She was my most favorite Barbie. They found it. I don't know how they found it. Apparently they bid on it on eBay or something like that. And when I opened it and I saw this thing in perfect packaging, I was just like blown away. I couldn't believe that they got that for me. I was shocked. I started crying and they're like, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm I'm so touched. I am so touched by this. I'll have to take a picture and show it to you. It is. She's so beautiful. She is so gorgeous. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you think you'll start recollecting Barbies and trying to like re, you know, capture? Because I do that with wrestling figures. I try to get stuff that, you know, toys that as a kid, because I don't know, it's it's kind of therapeutic to be around that stuff and takes you back to happy times. Do you think you'll add more to that Barbie collection? Well, I always add to it. I just... I never thought I'd see that one. Like I, the Dia de los Muertos Barbies, I've been getting those every year, and I always add to them. But that one I thought was a one and done that I'd never see it again. And I don't, I can't figure out how they got it, but it was just, I was so touched by it. That's awesome. What about you? Uh like, again, Laura and I and Santa, minimal stuff. I got like a workout outfit for on. That's what I got on Christmas Day, and I was very happy with that. I think so. Was I'm looking at my gifts. Uh, when I was back home, it was just nice that it's been a couple Christmases since I've been back home. And I, I can't tell you the last time I woke up Christmas morning and went to my parents' house would probably be three years ago, maybe four years ago. So this Christmas, my mom had put together stocking for me. And, and that was like a thing as a kid. Like stockings were big. Just, and there was nothing over the top in there. There's some candy, like a little flashlight, just some just basic stuff. But it was just nice that she had it for me. And we did that on Wednesday night. So that was, I think, the 22nd. So she made our traditional Christmas Eve dinner, which is a Cuban dish she always makes. She made it a couple days early for me on the 22nd, which was awesome. So I got to have my traditional Christmas Eve dinner with my family. I had a stocking and everything. So it was just it was just nice being around family and just having that little stocking to open up was a special thing. That's cool. Yeah, especially since you haven't had one in so long. Steph, did you, what was your favorite thing that you got? Um, honestly, Mercedes, your gift was probably my favorite because I was least expecting it. And it was the those uh, green glow dunks. They were so cute. I wore them out in San Francisco and everyone was complimenting me on oh, them. That's awesome. Yeah. Glad. And then um, I wouldn't say the worst, but it's some things that I can't use because I'm currently on acne medication. But like the little gifts, like here's a face mask. Here's all this stuff. It's I can't use that right now because I'm on medication. Maybe when it's up in six months, I can well, I can try and use it. But some things that I got that I can't use is unfortunately those, not the worst gift, but things just don't work out. I saw on TikTok a new quote-unquote cure for acne and it's putting a potato on your face have you seen that i have have you tried it no and i don't think it works to be honest (laughs) i was like a potato but apparently potatoes have a lot of salicylic acid in them so people are literally taping potatoes to their face to get rid of their acne i was like oh wow okay and And then there's dermatologists that they react to it on tiktok they said do not do this oh really okay i haven't seen those tiktoks yet thank you for clarifying that (laughs) would you see people that put toothpaste on a pimple and they walk out of the door so now we will see people with potatoes on their face walking out the door yeah pay no attention no just kind uh, just got a, what are those called? A, a new potato here. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, Ed Sheeran says that South Park ruined his life. Details why in just about 10 minutes. 
Adele, easy on me. Her album 30 was the top selling album of 2021. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Actually, Adele's 30, it continues to dominate the charts. Her, her latest album, 30, has been number one for five weeks. It got a huge bump in sales, Christmas sales. And then as far as the number one song in the country on the Hot 100, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, which was originally released in 1994. It held the number one spot for two weeks over Christmas break. Last week, four out of the five top songs were Christmas songs. Adele's Easy on Me was number five. They're saying this week, once the charts come out, I think tonight, tomorrow morning, Easy on Me should probably slide back up to number one. Yeah, I'm guessing that, it, you know, we're kind of over the Christmas music now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start it early. Let's just be the first ones to get on that. Katy Perry began her residency at Resorts World, and she kicked things off. Um, it's, it's not your ordinary concert. The two-hour show includes everything from talking bed pillows, robots, dancing mushrooms, dancing crayons. A giant toilet and even a talking Mr. Pooh. At one point, Katie lactates beer from a tin can bra. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I didn't go see it, but a friend of mine sent me video from uh-huh. it, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> I still want to see it. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's very much like in the mind of Katy Perry. Here you go. Kind of kind of funky. It's set up as five acts, and at one point, she does a cover of Whitney Houston's Greatest Love of All. And Katy, she's been a, a busy girl. Katy Perry and Alesso released a new single called When I'm Gone. If you didn't hear it, here's a little taste of the new music. And a music video for the single will premiere during ESPN's broadcast of the 2022 College Football National Playoff Championship, which place, uh, takes place a week from today. It's a good sound. Yeah, I, I have to admit, the first time I heard it, I thought it was Miley Cyrus. I was like, oh, Miley's got a new one out. I'm like, oh, no, it's Katy Perry? Wow, okay. You know, let's hit that again. Go in the mindset of here's new music from Miley Cyrus. I just I heard that. But then as she goes on, it sounds more like Katie. It was just initially, I'm like, oh, Miley has new music? Check I, it out. You're, you're spot on with that. I, I, I bet you we didn't say Katy Perry. People think it's Miley. Yeah. Let's talk about Ed Sheeran. Um, so in a new interview, Ed says there was a certain episode of South Park that ruined his life. It was the 2005 episode called Ginger Kids where they made fun of people with ginger-hued hair. So in the South Park episode, Cartman delivered a presentation at school on gingivitis, a disease that curses ginger kids with very light skin, red hair, and freckles. And it occurs because ginger kids have no souls. So Ed sees this, and he says, you know, people in England, they would actually give him a hard time for having red hair. But that was not a thing in America until the South Park episode aired, and this was around the time that he was launching his career in the States. So he said that when he came to the States, people would point out his red hair and do all the ginger jokes. And he blames the South Park episode because of that. No, I I think he's doing OK. Like earlier, he said it ruined his life. I don't think his life is ruined. Yeah, because of that. It's not too bad, Ed. Uh, and then he said, too, that he's still a big fan of South Park and would love to voice a character on the show one day. So he says it, it ruined his life, but he's cool with doing an episode of South Park. Spider-Man No Way Home. Did you see it? Yes. And? Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was, it's the first movie I've seen in a theater since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh I was so excited just to be there. 
I audibly gasped like three or four times. I was just like, <gasps> and so did the whole theater. It was so cool to watch it, not seeing any spoilers. And I'm not going to say any spoilers, but I thought it was fantastic. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Steph, you did see it, though. And do you concur with Mercedes? No, I totally agree. It was amazing. There was even some um, Filipino talk in there, too. So I was understanding it. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're talking Tagalog. But I'm um, not going to lie. I, I did fall asleep a little bit at what? the end. How did you fall asleep? <laughs> I think we were just running so many Christmas errands that day. And then I was like, oh, I just I nodded out a little bit. And I think James caught me. And James was like, hey, wake up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it's a full crowd of, in the theater. And I'm like, maybe I was snoring or something. Oh. But it was really good regardless. Oh, man. There were some surprises. It was, yeah, it was so, so good. Well, it made another $52.7 million over the holiday weekend, bringing its U.S. total to $609 million. That makes it the 10th biggest film in history at the domestic box office. Globally, it has also become the first film of the pandemic era to make $1 billion. Worldwide total stands at $1.37 billion, making it 12th on the all-time list and pushing Black Panther to number 13. Wow. Yeah, I uh, I, I would like to go see it again. That's how much I enjoyed it. Um, is it so is, is it a restart? Is it a refresh? Or is it a pickup? Are there other ones you got to see? It, it picks up uh, at the end of the last one okay. when uh, Spider-Man's identity was revealed and Spider-Man, Peter Parker's like, oh my gosh, like what do I do? So he asks Doctor Strange for help. And that's where things go crazy. Got it. So yeah. coming up next hour, we do have Heads Up. And when you win it, you'll get tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco this Saturday over at Encore Theater at Wynn. We'll do that right around 825. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. Welcome back. If you had the last couple of weeks off, maybe just a few days off here and there, maybe you've had to stay home because you have been sick. There's... Uh, a lot of COVID going on right now, and uh, a lot of people are kind of forced to stay inside their homes in an effort to, you know, recover, be safe. And we spent a lot of time in my house over the last couple of weeks. My husband got sick. Me and the girls, we've tested negative so far, and we've been fine. But we've, because of that, been able to catch up on a, a lot of uh, movies and TV shows. And you were just talking about Spider-Man. We saw that right at the very beginning of Vacation. And I still am just blown away by that movie. I thought it was so good. I cannot wait to see that one again. Yeah, yeah I don't think you're alone on, on that one. It's just, I mean, it's, it's huge in the box office. There's been a buzz on that for the past year for that movie to come out. And so, yeah, no, no surprise that that was... That was a huge movie. I was kind of the same way for the second half of our, our two weeks that we had off. We did a lot of TV. My wife loves that show, Emily in Paris. So I knew, is it season two that was released? Whatever the most. I want to say that was three, actually. Was, was that season three? Yeah. Whatever the most recent season was. She, she blew through that uh, over the break. And I was in and out of that show. I like that. That's, that's really cute. Um, a show that we started watching. Anyone else watching Yellow Jackets? Uh, I think it's an HBO show. My wife puts it on for us. I uh, I saw the previews for it. We have not watched it, though. I think it's great. It's, it's really good. It's about a, a girls' soccer team that uh, they were flying to nationals back in, in the mid-'90s. Their plane crashed uh, in the mountains of Canada, I believe. And it's about their survival. They got to survive. They're out there for 19 months and they resort to resort to cannibalism and just this chaos and weird stuff kind of lost ish starts to happen to these girls back in 1994. But the show takes place in present day with the girls that survived and stuff that's happening to them now. And it, it's, it's really good. So that was another show that we got into. That was a good one. OK, so what's the must watch that you discovered over just the last two weeks? Not 
you know, let's not go back years. There's a lot of great shows. But like, what did you just discover or binge or start watching movie or show? 702-364-9400. Um, my list is way too long. It will take us forever. I can go I, I can go through them and then you tell me if there's any you want more information on. OK, so I've I, Spider-Man. We saw that. Emily in Paris blew through that. Uh, Don't Look Up on Netflix. Yeah, we watched that as well. I, li- I really liked that movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was really funny. My my husband just thought it was okay. But the, the cast was incredible. Like, there's every famous person you could imagine was in that one. It's a satire. Jo- I thought Jonah Hill. I was dying with Jonah Hill's he character on that so show. He was so funny. Yes. I love that. Uh, Cobra Kai. The Unforgivable. Uh, and just like that. I mean, you know, I, I'm caught up on that. Which, man, it's, it's kind of taken some dark turns. On that, yeah, that's the Sex in the City, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Laura's watching that too. So the um, um, Samantha, that's Carrie, right? No, Carrie, wait, no, uh, Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw. Yes, yes. Her friend, her, her gay friend, he passed away in real life. Yes, Lily Garson. Yes, yes. And they wrote him off by saying he just moved. Is that how they wrote him he off just, on the show? He just left. I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but yeah, there was just like, oh, he just picked up and moved. Yeah, because we're watching that scene. My wife said, "Wait, did, did he passed away in real life." I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, this is how they're they're right. He just moved. Okay, I thought maybe they tie into he was such a great guy, but they, I don't know the way the way they, I feel like the way they wrote it into the show, it kind of made him like a jerk. Like he just got up and moved and left his husband. I'm like, oh man, and the guy's the guy's dead. Poor guy. Uh, it, it was really. It's really sad. Um, just to go back to Emily in Paris, yeah. apparently there's only two seasons. I, for some reason, thought that that was the third season. I guess the first season was really, really long, so I stand corrected on that. Thank you for whoever texted well, that. That just came out, and, it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, really good. I love looking at what she wears and how she can afford the clothes that she has doing what she does. I cannot figure that out it, at all. It's like watching professional wrestling. You suspend disbelief, and you just kind of take yeah. it for what it is. Same with Emily in Paris. Don't, because the outfits are just crazy outfits that she has on you can't question where she's getting them from my other shows uh succession dexter uh and and, uh yellowstone which i have not seen the season finale yet but those are the ones that i have steph what about you uh i saw king richard it wasn't this past break but it was in the month of december and oh my gosh it is so good will smith plays the dad of serena williams and venus williams and the way he trained them the way he got to get them to where they are at this point he does an amazing job as an actor so try and watch king richard a great movie and then uh something i haven't watched but i heard is really really good is tick tick boom with Andrew Garfield. I watched that. I forgot all about that. That is so good. How was that? Oh my gosh. Just, I loved it. I loved it. It was so, so good. And that's on Netflix, right? Yes. Yes. Highly recommend. I was, yeah, I was really a fan of that. My daughter was watching it with me. Her, not so much, but I absolutely loved it. Tick, tick, boom. Yes. Such a good movie. So we're getting a bunch of texts here. Um, Orphan Black, Dope Sick. That one I watched months ago. That is so good. Yellowstone and 1883. I watched the first episode of 1883. Did you guys watch it? Not yet. No. It, it, yeah. it was free and it was so good that I was like, oh, let's watch the second one. Eh, you got to pay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, Don't. we watched a lot of TV. <laughs> we got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, we are going to talk about why certain phones will stop working tomorrow. We've got some details on that for you. Also... A woman tests positive for COVID during a flight and has to quarantine in a bathroom on board. And 
I know it's all been kind of dismal news lately, but what are some of the things that we really have to look forward to in 2022? I think you guys are going to like this one. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Time for the Mercedes Hot Three on Mitch ninety four point one. The Hot Three. It's brought to you by Attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. If you are still using an old BlackBerry, then you haven't updated your phone in a while, and now you're going to have to because it is the last day that those old BlackBerry phones are going to work. Starting tomorrow, old devices running BlackBerry's own software won't work anymore. They originally announced this back in September of 2020. Some BlackBerries will still work, but only if they run on Android software. The company switched to Android uh, around 2016. So if you bought your BlackBerry in the last five or six years, you're probably okay. But starting tomorrow, devices older than that will not be able to make calls, send texts, browse the internet, or even call 911 anymore. BlackBerry has been moving away from phones for a, a few years and plan to just focus on software. Anybody still rocking the BlackBerry? Remember when that was the it phone to have? That BlackBerry, that was the coolest thing. My brother-in-law still rocks a BlackBerry. Does he? Is he the old school He swears one? by oh. it. Yeah, he loves the keyboard. He loves the with the buttons uh-huh. that, that stick up. So I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to be very sad tomorrow when that doesn't work anymore. I hope he has a backup plan. And hope he knows this news, too. Yeah. Wake up tomorrow. <laughs> Why is my phone not working? And then, Steph, you don't have a BlackBerry, but you got shamed because of your phone? I got an Apple uh, 8 Plus, and uh, they were getting shaming me because I still got a home button. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're home old button school. <laughs> You're old school. But I do like the Touch ID. I heard some people get frustrated with the Face ID. Sometimes it doesn't work, so I'm cool with my Touch ID, and I'm cool with my 8 Plus. It still works really good. If it doesn't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. yeah, you know, just be like, hey, if you want to buy me one without a home button, feel free to. And then, uh, I'll gladly accept. And no, and it's paid off. I, yeah, everything's doing well. But I feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna haunt me now, and it's gonna start tearing down and get slower and stuff. I have, to, and I have to restart it more often. <laughs> friends are great. They start shaming you over a home screen. That's when friends were awesome. <laughs> you can't, you can't. You know what? You're not gonna pay uh, everything I paid for this. Oh, shame on you. Um, also, this morning, did you manage to dodge Omicron? over the holidays. A teacher from Michigan didn't, and she ended up testing positive while traveling. So this happened on December 19th. Marissa Fotillo flew from Chicago to Iceland for the holidays, along with her dad and brother. She got tested seven different times before they left. All the tests were negative. But then her throat started to hurt mid-flight. She had a rapid test in her carry-on. So just to be sure, she tested herself again on the plane. On and the plane? She does a test? On oh, the plane. Honey. They're so easy. I mean, yeah. you just do the swab. 
lab, you put it in the thing, you swirl, then you do the drops, and then boom, there you get your result. But how would you like to be next? You're sitting there, and the person next to you reaches in their bag. What are they getting? And they start doing a rapid test on the plane. I wouldn't like to be that person, no. but she was probably sitting next to her dad and brother, so they probably were like, yeah, go ahead, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, that test came back positive. The plane was full. And they were over the Atlantic when it happened, but she didn't want to infect anyone, including her dad, who is 70 years old. So she told a flight attendant and they agreed that the best thing for her to do was write out the rest of the flight in the bathroom. So she ended up quarantining in one of the laboratories for five hours until their plane landed in Iceland. Then she had to isolate for another 10 days in a hotel. So she spent Christmas alone and basically missed the whole trip. But check this out. The flight attendant was so thankful to her for being honest that they ended up dropping off some presents at her door, including a tiny Christmas tree with lights to cheer her up. She did end up having symptoms, but she is better now. She finished her quarantine on December 30th, and she is scheduled to fly back to the U.S. sometime today. I'm guessing she would have to go back to her seat, though, for landing, because you can't be in the bathroom when they land the plane. Yeah, you can. I mean, they have the there's a seat that folds down with a seatbelt in the bathroom. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I saw a picture of her in there, and she was <laughs> she, she really? was belted in in the Overseas bathroom. Flight, yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe why. That's it's a bigger why, plane yeah. or something. Yeah, Southwest um, don't have that. Well, maybe they do, and it's hidden. I don't know. They have the little baby changing table that I didn't know until I had a kid, and I was like, "Where do I change them?" And they're like, "There's a changing table in there." I'm like, "Where?" And then the lady showed me, and it plopped, it plopped right down. I'm like, I never would have even noticed this. It was crazy. The bathroom in the airplane is such a, I, I love that experience. You get stretched in there, do your own little thing. It's a little, like a little apartment she had her flight. Well, I mean, what kind of luxury airlines are you flying? You you can stretch in there. I barely can sit down and pee in there. It's so, so It's cramped. much easier when you stand up. You worry about making the, the bowl or there anything. There you go. Uh, finally, this morning, it is our first week of the new year. So we wanted to check out a few things that we have to look forward to in 2022. Newsweek posted a big list of 22 exciting things to expect this year. Here are some of the highlights. Number one, they say less COVID, we hope. Now, no one knows if this pandemic will officially end this year, but most experts think things will at least be better in 2022. Uh, the new Paxlovid antiviral pill could also save a lot of lives, too. So there's something to look forward to. Also, 5G goes mainstream in 2022. All the big carriers are rolling it out nationwide this year. It won't just let people download full movies in seconds. It's also going to allow AI to be a part of our daily lives. And some experts think it could usher in the next industrial revolution. So that's another thing. Uh, Winter Olympics from Beijing. You won't have to wait that long. They start February 4th. They run through the 20th. Um, there's a new Girl Scout cookie coming Ooh. this year. Cookie season starts in the next few weeks. And there's a type this year called Adventurefuls. They're a brownie-style cookie with a caramel-flavored cream. So there's something. Lots of big movies for 2022, including a bunch of sequels. So we have the new Top Gun movie. That lands in May. A new Legally Blonde 3 movie or it's legally blonde three um also a new thor movie in july hocus pocus 2 this fall and a second avatar movie might finally come out this winter you have the queen's platinum jubilee in june that is 70 years on the throne that's crazy she's going to be the first british monarch to do it basically they're going to throw a big party um, and half the world is going to watch. So that's going to be really cool. And then they say meetings in the metaverse is also something that we have to look forward to this year. Work meetings from home might eventually happen in virtual reality 
instead of on Zoom. And we might get our first glimpse of it this year when Microsoft puts out its beta version of Mesh for Teams. So some cool stuff to look forward to this year. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything personally that you're looking forward to in 2022? Oh, man. Um. It, I mean, it's hard to just put my finger on like one specific thing. Uh-huh. Do you have something? I uh, know. As 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 I'm asking that question, I'm like, do I have something I'm looking forward to? I mean, there's a b- bunch of little things, but I don't know, maybe a vacation or something this summer. But I'm trying to. I'm excited about the full NFL playoffs starting here in a couple of weeks. The Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, which is fantastic. They'll probably lose in the first round based on the way oh, they're playing. Oh my gosh, they're. I, I know they had a rough game, but I oh. think they're on tap to do very well oh no sister they're not no it's because they beat the they beat the uh washington football team two weeks ago they destroyed them like 50 something to i was a landslide but the the washington other players were like on covid protocol so it was like the second and third string players and then last night they just looked awful last night or on sunday football i know i lost uh third place in our fantasy football league by one point and i have two cowboys players that didn't do very much and i was like are you kidding me? Yeah, who one won? point who won the fantasy so thing? It, it looks like it's not it's not official till after tonight's game but it looks like my husband won uh, Matt really he, he beat Sophie they were the two in the finals but Matt still has one more player so unless his player gets like negative 30 points who's his player uh, is, it, is it offense is it someone that could lose points or I would bench the player don't even play him oh that's just a good take idea. him off the bench don't play him and just roll him with a final score oh my gosh that's brilliant I didn't know you could do that well, you can, especially if it's a defense or something that he has to start playing tonight that can technically lose points or I mean a quarterback losing points is Jarvis great. Landry is this flex player. But you're saying he should just bench him? Yeah, don't even and play he, him. And then he just officially wins? Yeah, just rolls in with the points that he has. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know that was something you could do. I think you're in the running for most points. To I am. To win. Yeah, I think it's between you and Sophie for the most overall points for the season in our league. Oh. So I think there's a chance that you could win. Um, I don't know if you have any more players or what your points I could, are. I didn't even but... look at my team. I, I, Sophie beat me in the first round of the playoffs, and I just stopped paying attention oh, to my yeah. team at least. Make sure you check. I mean, if you have any or put some players in that yeah. play tonight <laughs> to try to rack up some. I don't know why I'm giving you advice to beat my daughter, but yeah, there you go. That's what friends are for. <laughs> Next hour, 825. We got heads up. First heads up of the new year. When you win it, you'll get tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco this Saturday at Encore Theater at Wynn. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. It is so good to be back. We were off for the last couple of weeks and missed you guys. Hope everyone is doing well. It's kind of weird, you know, waking up again uh, at the crack of dawn where it's dark outside because we got so used to (laughs) sleeping in a little for us, you know. It it was kind of weird. You only slept in one day, right? Outside of that, every other time you woke up, was it still dark outside? It was like... Starting to get light. It's getting earlier and earlier now, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. But yeah, that one day I slept in until eight o'clock was like, whoa, it was crazy for me. <laughs> I went back home to visit my family and where I grew up was right along the Delaware River. You got Pennsylvania and then you have the Delaware River and you cross over the river and you're in New Jersey. And there's one thing that I love going to New Jersey for. And I wish you could, I wish this was in other states. New Jersey is a full service state. See, rolling in New Jersey, anywhere you go, they're going to pump your gas. And what a great thing, especially when it's cold out, it's rainy, it's windy. I'm like, I had to gas up uh, my dad's car. I'm like, I'm going to New Jersey. Drove the five miles from my parents' house across that bridge to go to Jersey. Gas it up because I didn't feel like getting out in the cold. Well, don't. Why do they do that, number one? And don't they also do that in Oregon? Oh, I, I, I've I heard Oregon also you're required to let 
people pump your gas for you. I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the law is and why they do it. But yeah, anywhere you go in Jersey, they're, they're pumping your gas. And I don't know if there's any option to do self-service because every place that I go to in Jersey, it's 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 full service. Someone comes out and, and pumps your gas and that that's a that's a great thing. In Pennsylvania, there's a lot of places that still offer both self-service or you can pull up to full service and get the full service done. But Jersey, it's just it's a lock. You roll in there and gas is pumped for you. I uh what's a life little what's life's little luxury that just it really does feel like a luxury to you that you do do not take for granted. 702-364-9400. Something like like that. And does anyone know like what the reason behind that is? Why do you have to get the full service in New Jersey and possibly Oregon? If anyone is from Oregon, can you confirm that? I just heard that. I, and I have Oregon on the brain because I was thinking about that because we're going to have to make a trip up there at some point. So my daughter can go see the the campus of University of Oregon. Yeah, it's exciting. And, uh, I was like, do we. So when we fill up the rental car on the way back, do, do they do it? Because what if I get out and they're like, get back in our car. <laughs> yeah, you know? you get <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the rules are with that. And you would think, too, if, if I'm a gas station owner, I, you know, you probably want the option to go self-serve because you're not having to pay extra employees to go out and pump the gas. You'd save money as as a business owner, not having to pay employees to pump your gas. You'd So... I wonder why that is full service in New Jersey and why having gas station owners said something about it or at least try to change the law where they can offer self-service. Yeah, let us know if you, if you know. 702-364-9400. Use that number two to call us. Tell you what, uh, tell us what your little luxury in life is. Uh, Sasha just sent a text. She says, my luxury is getting my lashes done. Yes, that is a luxury. I agree. I get my lashes done, too, and I love it. I did not put on a stitch of makeup for the last week, and it's just, it's nice because you look like you still have some makeup on with the lashes. That is definitely a luxury. Did you notice your skin, like, feeling better after <sighs> not having to do two weeks of makeup? It was just so, it like, hydrated, and this morning was the first time I put on makeup, and I was just like... Whoa, do I even remember how to put on makeup? <laughs> Just blotch it on there. <laughs> I was going to say my little luxury that especially took advantage of this past week because my husband has been sick and we all have just been staying home um, What is Instacart. I hadn't used Instacart for a really long time just because, you know, here I would run and I just wanted to be really, you know, cautious and 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 not go out and knowing my husband's infected and you know we kept testing and we're, we've been negative this whole time which has been nice but i've used instacart like three or four times and it's just so nice and i have to admit i really like the interaction with your shopper yes when they can't find your items and they try to i just you know i had this nice guy and i'm like um, can you see if they have any COVID tests? And he's like, they don't. I'm sorry. Um, th- and, and they had this kind of bread I wanted. They're like, all out of it. Do any of these do any of these work? And I was like, yes, I'll take that green one. And he's like, perfect. I'll put that in. And it's just, I really think that Instacart is one of life's little luxuries. I love it. If you're doing Instacart, yeah, the way to do it is, is to have the app on your phone so you can have that constant communication. And I read an article last year about Instacart saying that's like the key, the biggest frustration with the Instacart shopper is not being able to communicate with whoever ordered the items because they don't know they're replacing something. They want to make sure they get the right replacement. You ever have them send you a picture? stuff oh i have yeah. all the pictures yeah. from this guy he does was so work? nice yeah, yes it does thank you you're so kind i know it's so sweet so that's that's my luxury uh really quick we've got a call here uh this is jennifer jennifer good morning good 
Good morning. Hey, so you have some info as far as like Oregon and full serve. What is it? Yeah. Um, as far as I know, I don't know why. I think it's just so that other people can make money and have gas. So it's full service in Oregon. You cannot pump your own gas. I just went there for a funeral in last August and I caught COVID and the entire time I didn't have to get out of the car. So it was kind of perfect. Oh, that is really nice. I'm sorry you caught COVID. How are you doing now? Oh, I'm better. I'm way better. Oh, I haven't, thank goodness, got COVID. Got COVID again. <laughs> yeah, watch out for Omicron. Omicron is out there. <laughs> out there. Steph, you went to Oregon and you pumped your own gas. I think you broke the law. I, I know. I think I did too. But this was back in 2017 or 2016. I can't remember the year. We rented a car. We, we did a hiking trail. I remember, I don't know if we got gas now that I think about it. Because I don't remember someone pumping our own gas. Maybe we did the whole rental thing, like we didn't have to fill it up. Because usually when we do a rental car, we... we, Return it full? We we, we return it full. But now I think about it, I didn't think we went to a gas station. Another one of my life's little luxuries is having a husband who will fill up my car for me so I don't have to worry about any of that. But now that he's sick, I can't. (laughs) Coming up here, uh, kicking off 60 plus minutes, commercial free. And we have heads up at 825 when you win it. We get those tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco. Killer Roy and Justin Bieber, they just kicked off 60 plus minutes commercial free and up here in less than five minutes. We have the first edition of Heads Up of 2022. When you win it, you'll get tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco this Saturday over at Encore Theater inside Win. That is going to be a good show. Yeah. He is so funny. Yeah, that's just coming up here in a couple of minutes. It's 817. We are back from our two-week break, which uh, was nice and, and not nice in some ways, on my end at least. It sounds like you had a great one. Um, but I tell you, this uh, this Omicron thing really put a kind of a damper on on things and you know happy to say that everyone is is fine in my family but my husband got it you know it how did how is what has covid ruined for you and i mean this isn't just in the last two weeks let's talk about like just what it's done did it make you cancel something i mean it did it put you in the hospital it's been it's been really rough for a lot of people and i'm not trying to you know, say like, oh, my husband got it and, and it's just made things rough. We had to cancel this. I, it's been really, really rough for a lot of people. And uh, my sympathies to everyone out there who's dealing with it. But over the over um, the break, we were on Christmas Eve, we were supposed to go over to a friend's house and uh, she was having a get together and and we were all set. And about, you know, like four days before, she's like, hey, just as a precaution with this thing going around, I'm going to ask everyone who comes over to get tested. And we're like, oh, okay, sure. We get it. Like, no problem. Yeah. So I'm like literally going all over town trying to find the at-home tests. We couldn't find them anywhere. Like, anywhere. So we couldn't go over. I, I had to tell her. I'm like, hey, I can't find them. I get why you're doing what you're doing. We can't come because I cannot find them. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you know. Uh, she had a couple extras, and I'm like, I have a feeling those are going to be worth gold. Mm-hmm. So you you hang on to those. It's totally fine. So we ended up, it kind of ruined Christmas Eve in that aspect. And then my husband ended up contracting it after Christmas. 
And that kind of threw New Year's out the window for us. We were just at home a lot. The beginning of it was great, but then at the end, it just kind of went to hell in a handbasket. It feels like it's affecting everyone right now. And, and I had um, a, a double effect, actually. The one first one was going home for the first time in a couple of years, all set to see my family. Uh, the plan was to see my brother and his, his family on Monday night and then go to my sister's house on Tuesday. And the weekend, that Saturday before I was flying in, I guess my sister started feeling under the weather, not getting better. Morning, she wakes up. Just the whole family feels sick. They go in and get tested. They all have COVID. So that <sighs> that wiped out. And I didn't see her. So I was lucky on that end. I didn't have to worry about anything. But that wiped out going to her house on Tuesday and spending time with my sister, brother-in-law, and her two girls. It's been a couple of years. So I'm like, yeah, you know, we chatted on the phone and text and stuff. But we'll have to see each other next time I'm back in town. And then uh, I feel so bad. Uh, a friend of ours. She was all set to move to Germany. It's a big move in her life, big job opportunity, super excited, uh, multiple COVID tests before she was supposed to fly out today. She had to get a COVID test yesterday. She's got no symptoms, but she went in and took the test, came back positive. Oh, no. It was, I mean, it's like, what do you, you mean? You obviously you can't fly. You got to re in the way travel is now and yeah. overseas. And so the big, her big move, brand new career, new life, whole new start. Has to be put on hold until she gets that negative test. And she just tested positive last night. Oh, my gosh. So it's like, oh, God, you can't catch a break no. here. What has it uh, ruined for you? 702-364-9400. This text came in from Shadow. It says, COVID led to my friend's divorce. Too much time together led them to realize the love was gone. Oh. Wow. Uh, this one says, my 17-year-old son got a positive result on Christmas Eve. He was quarantined during Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, that's like my husband's been quarantined too. And the first part of it, he slept in our bedroom because I wanted him to be comfortable. So I stayed in the guest bedroom. Uh -huh. And I just want to apologize to anyone who has ever stayed as a guest at my house. Our guest bed sucks. <laughs> What's the mattress? It Where's it from? It sucks. Oh, my gosh. It used to be our main mattress. <laughs> It was the worst mattress I've ever slept on. I was just like, this is, this is terrible. And then, um, so he, he was just in our bedroom the whole time. He, the only time he would come down, it was if he needed something that we couldn't get him. And so, or he, he'd want to be around us. So we'd make him sit at the kitchen table with a mask on and we'd be in the, in the living room so we could kind of see him. But that was it. Um, so I haven't slept in the same bed as him for Gosh, over a week now. It's it's just it's so weird. And he but for the for when he was first when he was like I guess you know on the sicker side it sounds like he's doing much better. But when he was first on the sicker side, he was just up in that guest bedroom and wouldn't come down. He's like Howard nope. Hughes up there locked in the room. It was that was yeah all and we would take his food up to him. We'd leave him at the door and then, knock and run. Well, I would Facetime him like I'm coming upstairs. Here I am. There's your food. And so it was just it was so it's been really sad. He's he feels so lonely. If at any point he does cry pass because like we said if you walk out of that bedroom you have to have a mask on and uh if if he comes across one of my daughters they treat him like you know they're like ew get away from me <laughs> they're so mean to him i feel so bad they got a spray bottle of like a uh, clorox oh <laughs> it's, back down. it's so sad <laughs> uh, well so yeah we're all dealing with it good luck if you're uh in that situation right now we're we're, we're thinking of you um <laughs> Looking for caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. First heads up of the year. If you're caller 20, you're playing heads up. And this is a fun prize. Yeah, we are going to get you tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco. He's performing at the Encore Theater over at Wynn Las Vegas 
on January 8th. So if you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win first player of 2022. We're looking for you right now. 702-364-9400. It's Coldplay and BTS in my universe on Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, we've got our first contestant of the new year, and that is Jill. Good morning, Jill. Morning. Are you ready to play Heads Up? Yes. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with Say Cheese, Tech Gadgets, Happy New Year, Sci-Fi, or uh Uh-Oh SpaghettiO? Oh, I love cheese, so I'll go with say cheese. All right. Swiss cheese day was yesterday. So these are all foods that you you would put cheese in, okay? Okay. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? We'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Jill. you got 60 seconds on the clock. It is so simple. Uh, just get six correct, and we get tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco this weekend, and you start now. You would go to Subway for one of these. They would make you a... Yes. This is, you would go to Domino's for this. Pizza. Uh-huh. This is um, at a Mexican restaurant. Two tortillas with cheese in the middle. A quesadilla. Yes. Uh, this goes perfect with tomato soup. You dunk it in there. Grilled cheese. Yes. This is, um. Uh, so it's like, uh, it's kind of like a stew. You might put cheese on top of it or some onions. Um, it could be spicy. Um, okay. Uh, this is um, at uh, like a bar. You would dip this in marinara. They're fried. Uh, cheese. What kind of cheese? Mozzarella. Yes. This is when you have a pot of cheese and you put like bread. You dip bread in there. Fondue. Yeah, fondue. <laughs> you got it. Congratulations, Jill. <laughs> What a way to start the new year, the first edition of Heads Up, and we got ourselves a winner. Congratulations, Jill. Tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco. That's this Saturday over at Encore Theater at Wynn. If you want to go see Sebastian, it's simple. Just be here tomorrow morning at 825. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is January 3rd, 2022. Happy New Year. We are back And uh, a lot of the break that uh, we've been talking about, a lot of us have been dealing with everything that's going on with uh, with COVID. I just saw this morning that uh, a lot of businesses are reverting back to the work from home method because of everything that's going on. And it's, uh, you know, this morning, though, I did see the FDA has approved the booster shot for kids ages 12 to 15. So that still needs final approval from the CDC. So a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. CES to major impacts. So many big companies backing out of CES. My wife had uh, just all these meetings and everything lined up and it's now like cut in half. Based on how many companies that have pulled out or they're not coming to town this week. Yeah, it's crazy. At the beginning of the vacation, though, I felt like things were, you know, they they were starting to approach this whole Omicron thing. But it wasn't bad. My daughter had a birthday party and she had it at, at, at Dave and Buster's. And so we it was her and it was like about 15 of her friends. And, you know, they still had to wear masks and stuff. So they went and did that their thing. My husband was out of town that weekend. He went with a buddy uh, to play golf in, in in California and so I was the one that was 
doing the birthday party. I was the one in charge. It was me. And then my oldest daughter, Sophie, she was helping me out. And during the party, she kept asking me, Sophie did like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing's nothing's wrong. Why? Why do you say that? She's like, you're not acting like yourself. I'm like, really? How am I acting? She's like, you seem upset. And I was not upset at all. And I was, I was just like, I don't know. I just want to make sure everything goes off okay. You know, I'm, I keep trying to keep an eye on all these kids. I'm talking to some of the parents. Like, I'm just, I'm just doing my best. She goes, this is the introvert in you coming out. And I was kind of like, what? She goes, introverts, they are, their gas tank feels empty when dealing with large groups of people. Extroverts, their gas tank feels full. When dealing with large groups of people, she's like, I can see the introvert in you coming out. And I've never really like in the past, I always thought I was kind of an extrovert, you know, especially doing what we do. But the, the, the more I think about it and the more I like read up on extroverts and introverts, I realize I am somewhat of an extra, an introvert. I really am. I my the energy feels sucked out of me when I have to deal with like big crowds and stuff. It's really weird. Can you be both? Yes, you can. That is called an ambivert. Okay, because I feel like, you know, and, and I see, Mercedes, with you, I, I, I do see both. I see times where you're just outgoing, if we're at a party, but just life of the party, life of the room, life of the meeting. And other times I see you withdrawn and um, just kind of, you know, focusing on yourself. And that's just something I picked up on you over the years. And I feel like I'm kind of the same way. There's times where, where I'm somewhere, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Center of attention, let's have some fun. Other times I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sit over here and then just soak it all in. And just kind of, you know, observe everybody else. So I think I would fall in the middle. What, is, what am I? An amber? Well, we're going to find out. I got, I just sent you guys a link to a quiz, okay? And we'll we'll talk about this uh, really quick. It's a quick quiz. It's 10 questions to determine if you are an extrovert, an introvert, or an ambivert. Um, let's make some predictions, though, right now. So I'm going to say that I fall in the introvert ca- category. I'm going to say you, JC, fall in the extrovert ca- category. And Steph... Mm. I think you're going to be ambivert. I was thinking the same thing when you said if there could be both, I think I said, oh my gosh, I think I'm a both too. And I am like Mercedes as well when I'm with large groups or with very, you know, very loud people. I too can get loud, but then after a short period of time, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go home. It's time to go. Or like when you go home, don't you feel like, oh man, I'm tired Uh like that. Okay, so here we go. You guys do this along. Answer this on the link I sent you because it'll tell you your results, okay? So when you fir- when you meet someone for the first time, do you usually do most of the talking or do you usually do most of the listening? Depends. I, I actually do most of the talking just because I get nervous. It's like radio to me when we have dead air. It makes me so nervous. I'm like, so I talk. I think I do most of the talking because out of sheer nervousness. I feel like I'm oh more recently I've been more of a listener because I'm reading more I'm 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 seeing things that like you want to put the person first the person you're talking to you want to put them first so I try to start a question but I like to do have them do more of the talking especially if I don't know them mm-hmm. so that's the first one yeah Mike what was the question do you do most of the talking or most of the listening? So my first question is different. What if they shuffle them up? I think so too. My question oh, oh, is also okay. different. Well, just okay. Let's just go together. I'll I'll do these questions, but you answer yours one okay, at a time. Okay. The other ones, okay. okay. Um, in general, which of the two are you more likely to feel bored and understimulated, 
or overwhelmed and overstimulated? My brain can't function because I'm trying to read my question is different. I'm reading my question at the same time you're asking your question. Like, which one am I? I don't know what to answer on this one. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. One more time. One more time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, one more yeah. time. In general, which of the two are you most likely to feel? Bored and understimulated or overwhelmed and overstimulated? Depends on the day. I mean, seriously, last week, there was, at one point, I'm like, I'm so bored. And then, like, last night, I'm like, I got a full week. I got a lot going on. Here we go, baby. Time to roll. It just, it switches. Um, I would say overstimulated more of the time, though. Yeah, I'm definitely overwhelmed and overstimulated most of the time. Uh, after 2020, when I took that year off, basically, when I was let go, I felt bored and un- un- understimulated. And coming back into 2021, when I got the job back, I tried to keep that mentality. I tried to be like, it's everything's going to be fine. Try not to be so overstimulated. So I think that year off really, really changed my mentality to stay calm at all times even when work is crazy even when i'm feeling overstimulated i think i'm gone a little bit more now to the board and understimulated part okay well, interesting interesting that this this results i i think are going to be very interesting okay let's try to go quickly through some of these you're more likely to recharge your batteries by a getting some alone time or b going out with a group of friends Alone time for me. Yeah, I like a, I like me time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same. The people who know you best are more likely to describe you as someone who's outgoing and talkative or quiet and reflective. Outgoing and talkative. People, outgoing. Yeah. Same. People are like, oh, there she is. She's so wild. She's crazy. But I don't know. How would you classify Mercedes? Well, for me, because I see her talk all the time on the radio, <laughs> I would say outgoing and talkative. But when maybe off the air, I think that she might be a little bit more quiet and reflective. Yeah. What would you guys, what would you say? Uh, because I don't know how to answer that. It really depends on who you're asking. Yeah, it depends on the situation. Again, like, I, like we sit here and talk for five hours on, on a radio show and, and put our lives out there, no secrets. And then we might finish up. There's times we finish up and go to a staff meeting. We, we all sit there like mutes. Like, <laughs> you know, it's true though. We do just t- because I think we're just maybe tired too. Yeah. But at the same point, it's like, wow, where were those three extroverts that were on the radio? All of a sudden, we're in a meeting. We're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap so this up. True. I didn't even think about it like that. And we're like, all right, it's been ten minutes. I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put quiet and reflective for that one. Um, JC, for you, I would say outgoing and talkative. What do you think, Steph? Yeah, I think so, too, especially when we haven't seen each other in a long time. We're like, hey, it's Friday. What are you doing over the weekend? You, I, I agree, agree with Mercedes on that one. Okay. Next question. You would hate working with someone who's A, timid and meek, or B, brash and overbearing? <sighs> oh, brash and overbearing for me. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. I would say the opposite, honestly. I would rather them be timid and meek so I can have them... I mean, oh, man, I don't know. You would rather them uh, be timid and meek? I mean, in a sense, so that it would be more... Because uh, the question was, you would hate yes. working with them? So you don't want to work with... Who do you want to work with? The brash overbearing one or the timid and meek one? I would rather work with the timid and meek one. Okay, so, so the brash you, and you would hate that one. one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. JC? I worked with, in my career, two very brash and overbearing people. I mean, to the extreme. And I got along with them. And so I would I would rather work with that person than have that timid and meek person in my circle of, of coworkers. Okay, okay. Um, I think we're almost done here. Uh, you're more productive when you're in a quiet room or in a cafe. Quiet room, quiet room for me too. Was last time we went to a cafe to do something? I don't know. 
it's it's a quiz. I have no idea. But I would say, yeah, I would say uh, quiet. Yeah, like I, to be alone to get some stuff done. Sure. You tend to find talking to new people a energizing or b awkward. I like talking to new people. Stuff. Yeah, I like talking to new people too. But again, I like to do more of the listening than the talking when new people come around. I just say awkward for the simple fact that I feel awkward. It's not that I find the conversation awkward. It's like, I just don't want to do or say the wrong thing. Like, I want to mm-hmm. make a good first impression. So then I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> um, last two questions here uh, or last three questions in your free time on the weekend. You prefer sharing a deep conversation with a good friend or mingling at a party filled with people you've never met before. I would rather have a deep conversation with a friend. Same. Honestly, I like to do the mingling. Like, it makes me, um, I like meeting new people to be like, oh, okay, I, this is how I interact with new people. It's it's fun. It's exciting. Versus on the week, during the week, it's the same old routine. Mm. So I think that might be the extrovert in me. Are you saying we're the same old routine? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that's exactly what you said. All right, last two questions. You feel more yourself when you're A, in the background, B, the center of attention. Uh, feel um more yourself center of attention but there the times i like being in the background though i like being a wallflower but for the majority of the time i'll, I'll take the spotlight okay um it, it, i'd say in the background that's where i'm more myself like i know obviously you know doing what we do we're in the center of attention and i am definitely myself but i i try to put on my best face i'm not always like uh-huh. you know you know what i mean what, what about you steph um i'm with jc i feel more at self when i'm the center of attention i think because uh when i was younger i, I, I was there's a lot of quiet time so i felt like i was the one that always had to be like bringing people together and like hey let's do this let's do that and i felt like i was the the people the people pleaser slash bringing everyone together okay last question you usually get more joy out of reading a great book or watching a great movie See, that transition for me, growing up and all through my 20s and 30s, it would be uh, a movie, TV movie. Now, I enjoy reading a lot, so it's it's a book. It's a book for me. It's a movie for me. I love watching movies. It lets me just like, just my mind goes blank. I just watch. It just relaxes me. I love it. Same with me. I love movies. I feel like after I see a movie, I'm the main character. Like, ah, <laughs> I was her. <laughs> yes. And uh, I was able to finish. And Mercedes, you're right. I'm an ambivert. You're an ambivert? Yeah. Okay, I took it, and I'm looking at my results, and I'm also an ambivert. I thought I'd be an introvert, but I'm an ambivert, according to this. JC, did you get a chance to I got to go back and take it, because like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't answer the questions on the air, and said something about said something about my brain. I couldn't answer the questions on the air. You were and overwhelmed. Read them and say, yeah, I was overwhelmed. I needed to be a wallflower during that segment. That, yeah, that's really interesting. We'll post a link to this on our Facebook page if you want to check it out to see whether you are an introvert, an extrovert, or an ambivert. But it's kind of interesting. Um, we're getting some texts. This one says, uh, can you change with age? I think you absolutely yeah. will change with age for sure. Um, this one says, Mercedes, you also strike me as an empath. That can be incredibly draining when you suck up the energy of everyone around you. Yes, I definitely am. You are. We did a quiz on mm-hmm. one of our podcasts and we had someone come in and, and right. Did they test something about us and you? Well, Mystic Michaela told me I'm definitely an empath. Uh-huh. I've had a couple of people tell me and I'm an empath. My meditation teacher, she's like, you are such an empath. Please be careful about the people you are around. So like I, I've had had to like 
distance myself from certain people because they just suck all the suck energy out. out of me. Yeah. We've got a lot coming up, uh, including the Hot 3, which is up next. What do you got for us? Okay. What did most Americans feel about 2021? And what's the word that we are using to describe 2022? We'll talk about that. Also, how many of you have made New Year's resolutions this year? And a Seattle Kraken fan is being called a hero after noticing something on one of the Vancouver Canucks staff. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Sandy Grammer, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Well, we have finally said goodbye to 2021, but it's pretty apparent it was more like good riddance for a lot of people. But no matter how bad the last year was for people, many still seem to be optimistic about what is to come. A new USA Today poll asked people to describe the past year in one word. What? How would you describe 2021? In one word. Encouraging. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, Steph? Um, hmm. For me, it was change. Change. Growth more. More growth. Let's go with growth. Growth. For you? me, I, I, I can't. I'm having trouble coming up with the right word. I know what I want to say, but I just, I don't know the word for it. It's like, you're not getting an answer. Like, I don't want to say it. Not indecisive, but like... Like stagnant? Ah. Ah. Not stagnant. Like, not mysterious either. But it's just like, what's... Now what? <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> that's yeah. my that's my word. What the heck? <laughs> but, but I, but that's I think, how I describe 2021. But I think the indecisive is... I think, you, I think you're onto something. I, I, I kind of see what you're saying. Because you go back to 2020, lockdown. What is this? Coronavirus. Things are shut down. Just, I mean, it was awful. 2021, you know, we, we started seeing the light there at the end of the tunnel. And the vaccines. And, hey, no mask. And let's get out and do our thing. And all of a sudden, whoa, let's reel it back now. Because yes. this whole other thing. And are we go, what road are we going? down now so it was like yeah are we getting a green light or is it a yellow light is it a red light what are we doing here yes that's exactly it you described it perfectly like it was hopeful but then it took a weird turn right at the very end then i was like oh okay that that escalated quickly like what the heck we're so- like in a race and like the final lap we blew out a tire like what the heck we're, tire. <laughs> we're right there there's the finish line well the most common response were words like awful terrible bad sucked uh, a choice for 23% of respondents. Some of the other words that they used to describe 2021 was chaos, uh, confusing, challenging. I Challenging. Well, no, I wouldn't say challenging. Never mind. Disaster, train wreck. Those are all other words. So as for positive descriptions, some people, 13% use the word exciting, while 6% described it as just okay or good. Now, when it comes to 2022, it seems a good amount of people are very optimistic how would you describe 2022 right now uh in fuego it's gonna be a good year and <laughs> fuego we're, we're starting awesome. to, we're going and we're just getting high energy and this is gonna be a year this is gonna be a we're gonna finish up 2022 look back and go holy smokes what a year it was um i would say hopeful i am really hopeful and excited about this year. I have good vibes about this year. So th- that's my word, Steph. 
Yeah, I would say hopeful or optimistic. Like, I'm really, really hoping and praying this not maybe goes away because there's people saying that's going to stay forever, but there's some type of way that we can maybe just be looking on the brighter side of things. Yeah, hopefully. I, I, I agree. So, um, the number one answer was hopeful. 46% of respondents say that describe the coming year as hopeful. 8% use the word enthusiastic. And, um, of course, there were still plenty of downers. Some other words include worried, exhausted, and fearful. So, we'll see about that. Okay, so if the there was a, a a cranky person at your New Year's party. It, it probably wouldn't surprise you to hear that they didn't bother making a New Year's resolution, right? It's the person like, my resolution is to make no resolutions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, according to a new poll, 23% of Americans made resolutions this year, and younger people are far more likely to make them. 40% of adults under 30 made resolutions to improve themselves, while only 14% of those 65 and older did it. Nearly 80% of Americans make resolutions, making resolutions say they're at least somewhat confident that they're going to be able to keep them, which is ironic because according to another survey, nearly 80% of resolutions fail. Um, studies show a new habit can take an average of 66 days to be established. So how do you make resolutions stick? Some um, suggestions include starting small or manageable with your goals, writing them down and making them visible, celebrating small wins as you go, and habit stacking, like saying you're going to meditate for two minutes after you pour your first cup of coffee every day. So that there's some ways. I, I know we talk about it every year. None of us really make resolutions. We just try to set goals, right? Yeah, for me, it's more like a like a it's changing it like my mindset, just to go, just make 2022 the year I go all in, all in on work, my relationship with with my wife and Laura, not that I haven't been all in, but just like really go extreme all in friendships, like everything I do. I just want to be all in and present and enjoy all of it and just give all of it my 100 uh, percent self. That's a th- that's a good goal to have Steph, What about you? Uh, mine's more of like trying new things. Uh, I really, really want to go to Hawaii. I've never been. So I'm trying to plan a trip for July. It's just doing it. It's just getting to it. And I've been pushing it off like, eh, we'll see. But me and my husband really want to go. And then the fact that Momo's now a part of our lives, we got to put that into the factor. Like, let's bring him. We can bring Momo to Hawaii. And look at JC. He's saying you no. Can't. You can't. You can't. Have I know. You can't bring dogs. I know. That's why I was like, ugh. Gosh, because I saw a TikTok with the dog in Hawaii, and I, now I just want to go with Momo everywhere. You can't, yeah. I found that out like the day before I was going to Hawaii. I'm yeah. like, I'm bringing my dog. They're like, no, you're not. Like, oh, but you guys should still go. Bummer. Just yeah. book a trip. Just yeah. do it. And that too, what makes, and all the, everyone's like, oh, Hawaii trips, everyone wants to get a fit and in shape. But I'm not going to go with that mentality. I just want to be healthy. I want to be around paradise and just be with my husband. That's a, yeah. Like that. Traveling is always a good goal to have. It's been difficult, but I think this is the year we're optimistic about it, right? Let's just um, let's just talk about this for a second because you brought it up earlier and we talked about it before the uh, before we went on break. Sophie's going to college. Oh, I know. What the heck? I know she got accepted to a bunch of schools over break. Wow! And just like and she finished all her applications. Yeah, I can't talk about it because I get upset. But yeah, she is. Does she have a day that she has to have like that final? Yes, I'm going to this place. I think the commitment day is May 1st. But um, so a lot of her final applications like for the I don't want to say the big schools, but like the ones. Okay, so there's three kinds of schools that you apply to. I learned this during this whole process. There is your um, your target schools, which is like what you think you should be able to get into. Um, there are your reach, which is like, it's a stretch, but we're going to try anyway. 
And then uh, I forget the one for the for sure you're in. Does anyone know what the for sure you're in? UNLV. <laughs> SDSU. I just went to SDSU because I had no other competition. Someone tell me, please. There was a word for it. So you have tar- reach, target, and oh, I forget the word for the third one. So she did her... The ones she could definitely get into, she did all her target ones, and she finished her reach ones oh, applications over the break. Oh, so man. we we're, we, we're going to be waiting on the reaches, and those are the ones that she's just kind of like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's very exciting. Yeah. I know it's like, you know I'm not a parent, but I can only imagine just you know there's going to be that the anxiety, the separation anxiety, and seeing your your first born go off to college is hard, but at the same time, it's like wow, it's exciting. Such an experience. We we got into a big fight, all of us, the family, on Christmas Eve. Like we went out to dinner, and I they hate when I do this, but I'm like, okay, let's all go over our goals for the new year. What's something you hope to accomplish next year? So we're going around the table, and I say my thing. My husband says his. Brooklyn says hers. And we get to Sophie, and she's like, oh, I don't know. I just fill up my car with gas. And I'm like, what? She's like, fill up my own car with gas by myself. I'm like, that's what you hope to accomplish next year. She's like, yes, I d- please. I don't want to talk about this. And I was like, you don't want to talk about what? She goes, I know where you're going with this. I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, okay. And and she's like, it makes me sad to talk. Please don't talk about it. And I was like, okay. And so then I was just quiet the whole time because I was like, sad she was mad at me. And I was also concerned that she was getting upset and it was just a whole thing so i totally ruined christmas eve dinner with my little game <laughs> and by the way that word was safety school thank you for the person okay, who just texted safety it. school you got safety you got target and you got reach so safety and targets have been done and reach was just finished and yeah she wants to fill up her car with gas <laughs> this year baby steps i love it yeah exactly all right we're gonna end on that one because i know we're super late but right. yeah wrap it up there yeah okay coming up and jerk or justified we are dealing with someone that might have been an accidental jerk and if you work in the service industry we're gonna need your opinion on this one and we'll break it down in just about 10 minutes that's all Nas X. That's what I want. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, back after our little holiday break. And it is time to start the judgment again, now that we're back. You be the judge. It is jerk or justified. We love getting your emails. All you got to do is go to our website, Mix941.fm, click on Mercedes in the morning, shoot us an email. For your, if you want our honest opinion, everyone else's honest opinion on a situation where you think maybe you're the jerk or maybe you were justified or maybe someone else. And we have one to kick off the new year here. Hi, Mercedes and JC. Happy New Year to you and the rest of the mixed staff. This took place over the holidays. I hope you can address it and jerk or justified. Here we go. Recently, I've gotten into a habit of saying thanks, pal, to people when I thank them. It's not like I made an attempt to add it to my list of frequent sayings. I just started saying it out of the blue. Last week, we went out for a big family dinner. After the waiter brought out my food, I responded with, Thanks, pal. And you would have thought I told the waiter to go bleep himself based on my older brother's reaction. My brother, who has worked in the service industry on the strip for a long time, started grilling me about how demeaning it is to waiters and people in the service industry to say things like, Thanks, pal, or thanks, bud, to them. My parents, sister, and brother-in-law weren't as luxury, but they definitely agreed with him, which surprised me. Am I a jerk for saying thanks, pal, to a server? Hmm. Thanks, pal. I really feel like inflection is key, and we can't get inflection from the email, which kind of stinks. 
but in my mind, if I'm if I'm saying it to myself, it's a, there's a difference from thanks, pal, and thanks, pal. You know what I mean? Sure, but two different into meanings. It, yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like you should just, if the word is in question, just stay away from it. That's like when people are like, "Thanks, bud." Thanks, chief. And like, it's like people that say stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. It it seems a little demeaning, but I I guess I've never really overanalyzed it. What do you think? Yeah, I never put thought into it. I don't think. Hey, thanks, pal. So I'm sitting there. Person puts the food down. Here's your meal. Thanks, pal. Pal. I'm not your pal. <laughs> Instead of saying thank you or appreciate it, um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's like you wanted to try to be malicious and mean and, and demeaning to the server that was bringing you your, your food. They, just, they put your food down in front of you. Thanks, pal. Thanks, bud. I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I don't think bud. you're a jerk. I don't think you're a jerk for doing it. It's not in my my uh, vocabulary. I don't use thanks, pal, or thanks, bud. But if someone said it to me, I wouldn't be offended by it. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're a jerk either, I, especially hearing your side that it was not coming from a bad place. I don't think you're a jerk. But maybe that is kind of a a wake-up call to maybe changing it. Because obviously it offended one person and maybe they're overly sensitive. I just, I really want to know what the inflection was when you said it. I really wish we could. Could you call in and just say, thanks, pal, and tell us how it, how it sounded? Say it in a demeaning way. Say it to me. I, here, here you go. Here's your, here's your steak you ordered. Thanks, pal. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, say it in a nice way. Hey, here's the, uh, the, the steak you ordered. Thanks, pal. Nah, I would see. never call anyone pal. I, I've never even called someone my pal. But I do say, okay, like when I'm talking to people, especially on text, if they say something nice to me, I respond, thank you, my friend. I've noticed I do that a lot. Like, oh, so great. Someone sent me a message this morning and they said something. Uh, oh, you know, that story about your nosebleed was really funny. And I wrote back, thank you, my friend. And I'm like, why did I do that? Like, well, <laughs> thank you, my friend. I do that so much. That is my crutch. That's uh, that's my Facebook crutch. Someone <laughs> makes a comment on a post or even on Instagram. That's like my, thank you, friend. Oh, that's you just like say my, friend, not my friend? Uh, it, I think I mix it up. No, wait, thank you, my friend. Yeah, thank you, my friend is what I put. Thank you, my friend. Well, <laughs> what if you're like, from? I'm not your friend, but I was just playing. We've never comment. met before. Why are you calling me your Why friend? Why are we friends all of a sudden? Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think you're a jerk. I think that's the consensus here. Let's, uh, let me see what's coming in here on the I think your brother's line. a jerk for turning the whole family dinner on to you for using the word pal. Like, you know, get past it. Just enjoy dinner with family. That's a good point. Uh, this one says 12 years in the service industry. I see no issue at all at least he said thank you one way or another that in itself is more than many do this one says he may not have intended to be a demeaning but the word pal is a bit demeaning well yeah i i mean when is it like my question would be when is it demeaning and when is it not demeaning like yeah like she's my pal I don't think that's the media. Who, who I, I, uses the word anymore? I know, I, but if someone used it for me, thanks, pal. I, I wouldn't think of it as demeaning. But then again, like you said, the inflection—that's the key thing. This what this text says. I don't think he means thanks, pal, offensively. However, I don't like it when people call me honey or sweetie. They don't mean it rudely, but it is absolutely demeaning. Yes, if that word was changed to honey or sweetie. Then I would take offense to that. So maybe for a guy that was offensive. 
It all depends who's saying the honey and sweetie, too. Where was I recently? It was, it was an older woman, like a grandmother type, was working, and she was giving me something. She's like, here you go, sweetie. I'm like, aw, thanks. Oh, you should be like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not your sweetie. Don't use that term with me, Grandma. <laughs> thanks, pal. <laughs> if you have a situation for jerk or justified, you can submit it to us on our website, which is Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? The weekend is trending. So, so much has happened in terms of the weekend since we last talked about this in the previous What's Trending in the 6 o'clock hour. Previously, we were telling you all about the fact that he's been dropping hints about a new album. It may come out sooner than later. He was teasing it. And then over the weekend, he shared an Instagram post which was a text conversation between him and the founder of his record label, Lamar Taylor. Lamar wrote, Happy New Year, brother. What are we thinking? And The weekend responded, Happy New Year. Everything feels chaotic again. Music can heal, and that feels more important than another album rollout. Let's just drop the whole thing and enjoy it with the people. XO. Well, guess who, three hours ago, announced the new album, the weekend. It is coming out this Friday, January 7th, and it is titled Dawn FM. Nice new music. It's going to be good. That's exciting. The whole album. Just boom. Here you go. No little snippets, no singles. We're just going to boom, get the whole thing. And he's got some pretty big names associated with it. Quincy Jones, Tyler, the creator. Jim Carrey. I don't know if that maybe he's part of the video or what, but hey, I'm going to check that out. That's going to be really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yay. That's the way to do it, too. And then, hey, here's the first single. Here's the second single off my upcoming album. Uh-uh. Boom. Here it is, everybody. Enjoy. Yeah, really exciting stuff there. Also trending this morning is Antonio Brown. So the Tampa Bay Antonio Brown experiment is apparently over. The Buccaneers let him go yesterday after he... He, had, he got upset. He took off his gear. He left the field during the game against the New York Jets. The The Bucks were losing 24 to 10 in the third quarter when Brown had his meltdown on the sideline. He took off his jersey and pads, dropped him to the ground, then took off his shirt and gloves and threw those into the crowd. He went to the end zone, did some jumping jacks, gave the crowd the peace sign and then jogged to the tunnel. Not sure exactly why he was so upset, but one report says he was arguing with uh, coach Bruce Arians because he didn't want to go back into the game. I just saw something that uh, I believe it was ESPN is reporting that he had some sort of an ankle injury and he did not want to go back in. And and that's where everything happened. But um, Tampa Bay ended up coming back to win 28 to 24. But after the game, coach says he's no longer a buck. That's the end of the story. It's going to stink if uh, a lot of people who do fantasy football this past weekend may have been your championship weekend. And, and if you had him on your team expecting to get a couple points from him and all of a sudden he walks off like, no, dude, come on. I see they five more yards from you to put me over the top. I mean, I think it sucks more for him than them, but he's probably lost millions of dollars. Doing well, he, that. Hey, no one forced him to walk off the field. I understand. All right? I no totally understand. Hey, understand. you got to leave here, buddy. I mean, You're the one still that walked sucks away. for him because he just screwed up. Yeah. And that really <laughs> sucks. Um, finally, this morning, Betty White Challenge is trending. So in case you missed it, uh, Betty White, she passed away on Friday at the age of 99. She would have turned 100 two weeks 
from today on the 17th. And her 100th birthday was supposed to be a really big deal for a lot of us. Uh, there's even a tribute film called Betty White 100 Years Young that's going to hit select theaters on the 17th. That's still happening. Um, it's still on. They want people to, uh, everyone who loved her to celebrate her life. But now there's a challenge that's going around in her honor also. It is called the Betty White Challenge. And for her 100th birthday on January 17th, the challenge is asking people to pick a local rescue or animal shelter in your area and donate just $5 in Betty White's name. Um, The goal is to make her 100th birthday the movement that she deserves. So find your favorite shelter. If you need one, we can definitely recommend some great ones here. Let us know. And that is what's trending. Monsters, it is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And before we go today, we have a very special announcement. This is a very special person's birthday today. And that is John Barr from Finley Toyota. Happy birthday, John Barr. We love you. Everything you do for this community, you are amazing. Happy birthday, John Barr. You know, uh, John Barr, Finley Toyota, here at the radio station, Venus, one of our account executives, has been at the radio station uh, since the beginning. We love her. She's the one that handles John Barr, and today's her birthday. I so just Venus. texted her a happy birthday also. It's Venus and John Barr's birthday. That is a very special day here at Mix 94.1. But she would like us to focus on John Barr's birthday and talk about That's how humble birthday. she is. <laughs> and John's humble the same way because yes. he texted me and said, don't talk about me, talk about Venus. He's wonderful and so is Venus. So happy birthday. We love you. You are the best. So that is it for us. We've got a little shuffling going around here at Mix 94.1. Normally Heather Collins would be on. She has now moved to afternoons. And coming up next is J-Love. If you haven't heard J-Love on the air, you are going to love him. Do not go anywhere. He is on the way next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. Where's the worst place to get a nosebleed? Well, Mercedes had an interesting one over the Christmas break. It's blood. I got a nosebleed laying face down on her massage table. I get up, I go, oh my gosh, I have a nosebleed. And I look at her and she sees my face. She's like, oh my gosh. And there's blood all over the pillow. It's like dripping down my face onto my chest. I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. She's like grabbing Kleenex, throwing it at me. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's a compliment for the masseuse. It's, it should be her tagline. A massage so relaxing your nose will bleed. Yeah. I was so, it, it was, maybe it was like, she was really digging in. Maybe something like, oh, and I was like, Perfect. I don't know. That'll do it for show number 1539 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 